The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Pretty cool. I got the keys where I just come in and I'll just comment the music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? Lois can never have Superman's family. Ah, yes. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You listen to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, just stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. Yeah, the usual suspects in the building. On Skype, he is a riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him, but you love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, he's our resident Dark Knight detective. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our, oh, damn it, our intrepid senior reporter. He's Oz. Wow, how quickly I get forgotten. Yeah, yeah. I replaced I replaced you with Tiger Claw, sorry. I'm joking. Next. I'm not gonna dignify one. that with a remark. I, <laughs> dignification. <No. laughs> Next he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum. He's our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Hey. And I mentioned him before. He's on the line, helping us stream, ladies and gentlemen, all games very own, Tiger Claw. Stop! Oh, Jesus, never mind. Thanks, Tiger Claw. Keep streaming. Keep that view uh, on. <laughs> no problem. No, no, you can hear me. You can hear me. <laughs> can you? Yeah, oh, no, no, I heard you. You're good. You're okay, good. all right. <laughs> Thanks, Just man. checking. You're welcome. Ask myself... My name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mayor Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, we got a great show for you today. It, it, it's all Titans all the time today. Uh, because we're going to be talking to you about uh, Teen Titans. I'm sorry, Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. 
Uh, we're going to be talking about the TV show Titans uh, on, on DC Universe. We're going to be talking to you all about Young Justice, which are not the Titans, but, you know, they're Titans adjacent. Titans enough. And, of course, we'll bring you the latest and greatest in comic book news along with whatever else you all want to talk about. Oh, I, I don't want to forget, of course, as usual, we got mm-hmm for you. That's the Moses Magnum Heavy Metal Minute. That's going to happen as well. So uh, we'll tell you how it is. You can get down with Fantastic Forum in just a moment and let us know what you want to talk about. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and, of course, you all, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we all love so much, which are comic books. We also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's LA's in the South Bay's number one comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met there. All you got to do is give them a call at 310-538-3198. There it is. Uh, they're open now. You can do it. Go ahead and hit them up. Though we got deals there, man. You can get three graphic novels. Buy three graphic novels. Get a fourth one for free. So go ahead. Hit them up. Hit them up. Uh, also, we want to make sure that we let you know how it is you can get down with Fantastic Forum. we got a few different ways to do it. First and foremost is the Skype line. Um, go ahead and, and hit all games. Uh, actually, no, no, no. Hit Fantastic Forum. I'm sorry, on Skype. I don't know what I'm trying to I don't know where I'm trying to send you all. Hit Fantastic Forum on Skype. Um, we will go ahead and bring you in on the call, bring you in on the show. Uh, also, if you decide you don't want to talk, Say you're a little little gun shy about having your voice heard or voicing your opinion outright, you can go ahead and jump into the all games chat room, chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash chat. Jump in there. We'll take your uh comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show, such as uh Dark Knights Hecht that says, Fuck, turn down your mic, Tiger Claw. I think I, I think I concur with that. You should turn down your mic, Tiger Claw, just, you know, so when you do speak. You know that's making it to the soundboard. (laughs) There you say, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how I I heard it. That's how I heard it in my head. I'm pretty sure that's how Hex said it. (laughs) Anyway, welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, Gents, how's everybody feeling? It's good to be with you all. I know that, you know, we did this last week, but... For whatever it was a long week for me, I guess you know, and and I've I've felt like I haven't gotten the chance to see or speak or or anything with any of you in in some time. The end. <laughs> Never mind. It's like you know, it's okay. I don't I don't need your your outpouring of affection or emotion. I don't need you all to be like, hey, I missed you too, Mayor. Steve, I don't need that. I don't need that. I I. If, if you all want to tell me and and therefore the audience how you're feeling, we'll take that. But that's all. I will agree with you. It has been a long week. Yeah. I will agree with Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he Rather. pulled he pulled an Elizabeth Warren on me just now. It's like you know, I feel like. I feel like Biden's like, I hope get those votes. And you're like, I, I thank President Obama. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like, okay. That's <laughs> yeah, all right. That's week, all right, right, Elizabeth. Yeah. Say it again. Say it again, Tiger Claw. I, I said it's, it was quite the week, rather. 
which we'll talk about in the news later on. Yes, Tiger Claw. Thank, thank you for getting us back on track. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, it's interesting. I will say um, this past weekend was a Los Angeles Comic Con yeah. here in L.A. And uh, it's it's I, I wasn't certain I was going to get to go at all. Uh, but I actually did get to go because, like I said, it was a crazy week. There's a lot happening. and uh, But I did get to go literally for like an hour and a half. And um, it was cool. Oh, can't wait to see all the, hear all the interviews you made. Oh, no, there there are, there are zero interviews. Like, you, you heard me say I got to go for an hour and a half, right? Our Listen, interviews are like five minutes. Not, well, not not the interviews we like to do. You know us, man. Like, <laughs> Generally speaking, like we'll mess around and spend half an hour preparing for an interview and then take another half an hour to do the interview. You know what I mean? <laughs> like and not touch on anything we prepared in the half hour. Exactly. Exactly. But but I will say um the messed up part and you know, the the blessing and the curse. Because I haven't I haven't been able to really go to a convention in a while. And so the blessing and the curse of getting to go at this at this point was I got to see like a lot of people that I hadn't seen in a while. So the blessing is, okay, cool comic book people, you know, people in the industry that I enjoy are still around and they're still doing their thing and I got to catch up with them a little bit. The bad news or the, the curse is I, I barely got to see anything. You know, sure like, wish the Fantastic Four microphones were there to to get that. I, I I mean, you want the Fantastic the Fantastic Four microphones like talking to like my my grade school buddy that had a booth. Yeah, were you talking about comic books? No, you were at a comic book convention, meeting up with comic book people you haven't seen in years, and you didn't talk about comic books. Not, not to this guy. So, Larry, let me, uh, let me, uh, let me tell you how to do things. Oh, th- thanks, Mo. I would just, what I would just sit here thinking, I was like, man, I hope Mo jumps in to tell me how to do things. <laughs> you get your recorder you up the whole time, and then you just, you know, when you got a little bit of downtime, or or maybe we can even like put it in our drive get the audio and kind of see strip it and just do make little little packets of audio okay. things and then we can upload them to our server as like little bonus content in between shows it it's a good idea mo and you know i have to figure out an inconspicuous well not inconspicuous but i got to figure out a streamlined way to just record things randomly you know like literally at the beginning of conversations with folks like, Hey, you mind if I record this for the show and just leave it at that? Cause I feel like most of these people that I talk to trust me enough, that would be like, of course. And you know, if they, they know that if there's something they don't want on air that I wouldn't put it on air. So yeah, so I'll, I'll do that in the future, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, it was, it was cool. It was cool. Um, my, my uh I, I, I went with uh another one of my grade school buddies 
uh, Robert and uh, it's it's funny because Rob is like I got him into comics when we were in grade school, and of course, like any you know black typical adult, he fell off. You know, <laughs> it's like uh, fell off of comics, and now he's like. He he's been getting back into it in a real way, and in like maybe the past like year and a half or so, and so he was super psyched because he was like he he's trying to get the um the single issues of the Infinity trilogy. So he's trying to get you know Gauntlet, Infinity Gauntlet, Infinity War, and Infinity Crusade. And so there was a portion where he like a point while we're at the con that he actually found some of those at a pretty good price, which is, it's crazy to think because obviously all that stuff is marked up now, but uh, you know, you probably could have got it in a, a 50 cent bin, you know, like three years ago, four years ago, but well, now they announced it. Yeah. Say again before they announced it. Yeah. Or, I mean, or even, even like right after they announced it, you know, because I think people were still kind of like, okay, yeah, like, they, like let's put it like this. They were hiking up Infinity Gauntlet, but they hadn't necessarily hiked up, like, Infinity War or Infinity Crusade. But now it's like, yeah, those are books that literally would be in, like, quarter bins. And now you at least have to come come out with a few, a few dollars for them. So I'm like, man, cash for Infinity Crusade. That's crazy. See, that would have <laughs> been a good moment to have on audio like oh i found it oh my god <laughs> i feel like your reenactment was better than the actual moment <laughs> oh was it yeah <laughs> good job I, I like that he told i like that he told the story like he was this guy's drug dealer in high school and they're reconnecting yeah was that what drug dealers sound like yes i didn't know, I didn't know. well like to it and then you know, he got he got better, and now you meet up again, and he's, like, trying to get back in the habit. And you're happy for him. <laughs> there it is. And you feel bad that now he has to pay more for his fix. But yeah, man. Fuck it. Opioids are the new hotness. Everyone knows that. So, but yeah. Um, also, too... Um, he actually introduced me, not not at this con, but at, at another con, um, to to this dude Reed, and I, I don't, you know, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show, but I have mentioned it, um, like to like some of you all individually, where um, uh, Reed is is. This gentleman that uh, he creates, he creates these. Um, oh, what's what? He, he basically frames comic books, but in an artistic kind of fashion, where yeah. he'll like the good people at framing solutions. I I don't think so. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know for fact because I don't know what the people at Framing Solutions do. Good people at Framing Solutions. 
the good people at Framing Solutions. I don't know. I don't know all what they do. Um, and you know, it, uh, I'm think like I didn't know I was going to tell this story, but uh, it, if I was a good producer like Moses, I would have had his like website and all his stuff ready so you all could see it and be like, oh man, that's so awesome. But yeah, I, you fucked up, Larry. <laughs> I don't. Like, you could at least put a link to see, you know, especially, like, if it's an artistic way of displaying comic books. Yeah, I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm agreeing. I'm not even agreeing with you. I think you're agreeing with me at this point. You know, <laughs> you, you are correct. And I'm sorry. But I will I will get that info and I will put it there because, like, the Rob introduced me to this guy. um because we went to go get actually the first comic book he'd ever bought, which is actually a a, a Transformers book, and uh, it's a it's, it was the Transformers comic, the one with um, what are those guys called, the Mechanicals, and you know, for those of you that have ever read the Transformers, the the American Transformers comic book, the Mechanicals are like this crazy like mechanical kind of like globe looking uh uh aliens they're mechanical aliens just like how the cybertronians are um they they look like a globe with spider legs basically and they just have like their whole body is basically just like a big mouth and eyes like you know and they just eat other mechanical life forms and like this was basically the first book that robert first comic book that robert had ever bought and so he got a copy of this book and gave it to Reed to go ahead and and um like frame. And so when I tell you, man, this joint it's pretty amazing. <laughs> Look, it, it it's pretty amazing. Tiger Claw put the mechanicals in chat. Thank you, Tiger Claw. And yeah, that that is in fact uh the the mechanicals those weren't and, the, in the movie right no 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 the, those those folks are definitely not in the movie those uh I, well i don't even know which well you know what actually let me be quiet i don't know what's in these movies or not no, no the movies the animated movie the what the animated movie oh no 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 in the animated movie the closest things to those would maybe be shark that's what it was shark yeah shark are the closest thing to to those or or um sometimes they they get referred to differently they have the other version the um the alicons huh the what cons chitari i i was saying chaka cons but Oh, sh- oh, it's not. It's not funny the third time. No, it wasn't. Funny it wasn't funny the first time. <laughs> it was on my end. That's that midwestern flavor. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, I gotta like I'm. I feel bad because I'm like I thought I had his. I, I'm pretty sure I'm following his Instagram and I was gonna put it into the thing, but I don't. I don't see it. Well, unlike you, the producer that I am. Yes. Is uh there? I put a link on Yelp so you can see the good people at Framing Solutions work in terms of um, framing in a design forward way 
and everything from jerseys to artworks. They actually framed the the that's how I found out about the death of Rick in The Walking Dead because the was the inker that did the death of Rick. He um he had his his boards framed by them. Oh, okay. So I, I didn't want to talk about that because it was spo- mad spoilers for the Walking yeah. Dead. But yeah, no, now it's out of the bag. I I think I actually still have the picture of one of the stuff they did for Walking Dead. But the good people there—they're actually framing something for me as we speak. Well, actually, they're holding on to it because they already finished it. But they—I um, haven't gone to pick it up. Man, I'm so excited to hear all these new sponsors we got. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, they'll—you can send them anything, and you know they'll get it to you. The only thing is, you know, the consultation is their their art because they'll create to your specifications. But they make everything from, from you know, not carving the wood, of course, but putting all the frame together. It's not like buying a frame from Target and just sliding something in. You know what I mean? They they every they take meticulous care on what they mount, what type of the acidity level. They even ask you where it's going to be. Is it going to be distri- displayed in a place with big windows or small windows or no windows? Because they actually use museum grade stuff and you know they're gonna charge they're not gonna charge you extra for museum grade if you're just gonna have it in your bedroom or bathroom you know what i mean but if you want that preservation they'll do it but they give you the options that's the care you don't get at aaron brothers or michael's or any of these places but you do Man, they print. sent you a lot of co- they sent you a lot of copy move are you charging Whoa. extra for that I, no I, this is I, on the fly what I heard was he said they sent him a lot of cock. That's what I heard. <laughs> Is that what you said at first? Sure. <laughs> well, you know, Oz just has cock coming out of his mouth. <laughs> I was like, why did Oz say that? Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, uh, and then I, um, I got to see um, Clayton Thomas, friend friend of the show, and friggin' co- comedian, comedian, I'm sorry, comedian extraordinaire. He friggin' choked me out in the middle of the show floor. But, you know. HBO's Clayton Thomas? Exactly. So, soon to be. I'm certain. He's already been on HBO. He's your Have friend. You? you haven't seen it? What did he, what was he on? When was he on HBO? Actually, his episode premiered your birthday that year. We went to Rush Street. Of of episode of what? Of his comedy special, not a special, but he was featured in a comedy showcase on HBO. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I feel like that's um. Damn it! Whose comedy special was that? Was it Martin Lawrence? I think so. I think it was Martin Lawrence's comedy, yeah, comedy special thing. Yeah, yeah, he was actually there doing the the comics on comics panel. Man, how the mighty have fallen! Hilarious, <laughs> you dumb. <laughs> oh, jeez, you are wild. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, it was it was uh, a good. It was a, a good time, like I said, just to kind of see folks. Um, dude, like 
just getting into the convention center and all that kind of stuff was crazy. Uh, Tiger Claw, do me a favor. Pull up Fantasy Frame and Design. Let's see if that works. Fantasy I, that's Frame on and Design? Uh, where, where, yeah. On Google? Try it on Google. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Tiger Claw gets a job. All of a sudden, he doesn't know how to search shit on the internet. <laughs> fantasy Frame... Fantasy frames right. and design. Okay. All right. Uh, so so okay. So what I'm I'm looking for here. So there'll be some photos that come on uh, come up with that. Just put some of those in chat for me, and just so people can see the kind of work he does. He's an amazing artist himself. Fantasy I don't want to give you that much shit. Uh, there is what? A- is fantasy frame and design is fantasy frame and design a a Facebook page of some sort? I don't don't worry about it. Okay, exactly. I got it. That's the yeah, that's Most the right. first results. But there are some images <laughs> that's, in the middle here. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what, what I'll what do is, is I'll, what I'll, do is I'll post a link that will show all the images. The link is gonna be huge though, but whatever. Oh no! Don't don't put all the images, Tyreek. Just no. Don't worry, I got it. Don't worry about. It. I got it. I uh, got it. While you're at it, I uh, I'm I put the Walking Dead pictures that Framing Solutions did. It's some of their basic work, but it is archival and uh, preservationist. That's very cool. Okay. I forget the. His name is a Soto Mayor or something, the Inker guy. Or, or I forget the guy's name. It's with a C or some shit, some Italian name. But yeah, those are his pages. The end. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, that's very cool. I mean, I, look, that issue was wild, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, these, yeah, this, that link is terribly long. I'm going to see if I can just save the photo. That can so happen, what was right? fantasy and framing design, or what was it? Say again? What was the, the, the name of the place? Fantasy and custom? Fantasy place? frame and design. Fantasy frame and design. Now, fantasy frame and design, listen to my voice. Do you want me to be featured like that, or you want to be featured like framing solutions? <laughs> Look, I mean, fa- fantasy frame and design is like literally one guy, so he's not in a position to, to what you call it to. All he has to do is us. not, it's not even sponsor, man. Just you know, we are we're we're here to help the people too, you know. But yeah, I mean, I will say I my he, framework. It just happens that I went to high school with the guy, and he's a good friend of mine. Yeah, framing solutions. I ain't taking he, nothing. He, yeah, he's he's definitely the kind of guy that would, because of a good a good uh, mention, he'd probably give you a a complimentary book though. Oh, that shit is great, Larry. I wish he would have produced it better. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, you like, know, like he could take a twenty-five cent been comic and display man. it's good stuff man that's why i mentioned him like read read and he's a good guy which is pretty cool like you know you don't yeah I, he does good work 
and you I'm know, it's like I know that I'm. Guys, to oh, hire him. Say again. I'm gonna tell the framing solution guys to hire him. Hey, hey, yeah, that actually that would be a cool thing actually, because you know, in case they want to expand into this. Well, they're doing it for high-end clients now. Stuff oh, yeah? like that. Like, uh, I don't know if I'm... I guess I can... Uh, <laughs> they did like, a 10 by 17 thing for Sharon Stone. Oh, that's cool. And that shit's... I mean, it, it was... The, yeah, that shit was impressive. Like, like where, did you, where do you get a piece of glass that big? You know, like, how do you transport? Like, it's crazy. I, I have no idea. Like, if you go to their shop, it's like, can you fit a 10 by 17 thing here? But they did it. But yeah, so, no, this looks pretty good. I, the the last one I just put in there is actually my boy's comic that he, he went ahead and, and did the Transformers book. And so, but yeah, it's all, it's all really cool stuff. And honestly, like this is not even necessarily the stuff I'm showing you here. It's not even necessarily some of his best work. It's just the stuff that like the first few things that I saw, um, even though that, that Joker with the different, like with the face kind of coming out, yeah, you know, radiating out is actually pretty awesome. Like that, that well, might the, be the color scheme in the mats, like is tight too. Yeah. But, you know, he's, like I said, Robert introduced me to him uh, when we went to go pick up his book, uh, that that Transformers book. And uh, since then, I actually had um, another another friend of mine actually used him. He he um, one of his buddies worked on the Spider-Man, the Spider-Man PS4 game. And so um, he got the comic book that goes uh, that goes along with it, like that that one shot signed by all of the developers, and he wanted that framed and in a special way. And so he did that for him, which was another awesome piece too. So, but yeah, you should check it out if you guys, you know, if people are in the market for having their books displayed or a particular book that they're fond of displayed in a really interesting way that makes it like uh, un unquestionably a, a work of art because Lord knows, you know, we all know every comic book is a work of art, but some people don't always see it that way. Uh, but, you know, if you want to mess around and, and not have anybody be able to say anything about it other one way or the other, it's like you can get him to do some stuff for you. It's good stuff. Yeah, I'm thinking that um, it was interesting because I was talking to him about what, what I really wanted, what I would want to use him for is um, one one day get the hip hop covers that Marvel did do do one of those, but with the actual um, the actual CD cases, not the cases, but the, you know, the, the insert, the CD inserts. And so that way you could have like the actual comic along with the CD insert that inspired the cover together on one in one frame. And I thought that would be pretty cool. And he was saying to me, he was like, you know, that's a good idea. But you, if you can, you should get like the album cover, like an actual like album version of those same those same uh, hip hop albums 
And I was like, man. Say again? Oh, you mean like the LP? Yeah, like the LP. And I was like, man, that actually is a good idea because, you know, it would be a bigger piece, mind you. But, you know, the way he was talking, it was like, hey, you know, I think he thought, like, artistically, he felt like it might be a cooler, a cooler piece. And I'm like, yeah, you can't really argue with that. The only thing is that I don't know how many of those albums I can actually find an LP for. I mean, you can find them. It's just if you're willing to pay. Yeah. And from somebody. Go to Amoeba. <laughs> Go to Amoeba? They're around no more. Yeah. That shit's yeah, what? I think Amoeba did close. Yeah. It's not, yeah. Well, the building is still there. Well, yeah, that's why they closed. They're making a lobby for their penthouse condos and shit. Like, they're tearing that shit down. Yeah. I see. But you can go to Toxic Toast or Fingerprints. I don't know what either one of those stores are. I'm assuming they sell records. They're record stores. (laughs) Oh, okay. They're both. Where, Where are they? Long Beach. Oh, okay. That's cool. There's a store in Inglewood that sells records. Oh, yeah, and, and VIP like, records. Actually. Wait, what'd you just say, Jay? So it's real close to you. Oh, where? Which? Where is it? Or which? What's the name of it? I don't know the name, but it's off of La Tierra. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, it's around the corner from you, kind of. You know this place too? I think I've seen it. Okay. I think there's a tattoo shop near it too. Okay. Like I know the I know the tattoo shop around the corner. I've seen I that I know where it is. I didn't if there's a record shop next to that place, I didn't realize it. Not next, but near. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think there's also like Manchester and La Tierra. That is close. I'm thinking the first one I might want to do is the um the new Avengers cover is based off of the Roots Philadelphia Half Life album. And oh, I like that album. Yeah, it's a good album. Uh it, I mean honestly it's better than good. It's actually a great album. But the cover the cover is pretty cool. Um, you know, it's a great picture of the roots. But obviously when you put like the new Avengers, especially like the the crew at that time, in that pose and with like the lighting and all that kind of stuff, it's actually a really great uh, one of the really great hip hop covers that they came out with, in my opinion. You know what you should do, Larry? You should do Lahaim. What's Lahaim? The Lawrence Young Hip Hop Minute. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. I I don't know. Oh, one of these cool acronym things too. <sighs> I'll think. I'll look when I find, when I find one that works with shit. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm sad again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I, I made my own edibles uh, this weekend. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I could kicking in. <laughs> I could tell. I could tell from your angry picture you sent. 
<laughs> when you said it via text, I was like, oh. Work, huh? <laughs> I'm like, Mo, Mo, Mo is partaking. <laughs> like, look more like Jabba the Hutt than angry. Oh, you didn't look like no Jabba the Hutt. No, but just like that relaxed state on the couch. like. <laughs> yeah. Well, it didn't quite hit the angry. All right. Time we we got some stuff to talk about. Let's um hold on real quick. Uh, oh, go ahead. Do you see anything else? Uh, LA Comic Con like worth kind of bringing up at all? Like as coverage wise? Um, I did get to see a quick. Well, I mean, just things that I just that I saw that stuck out in my in my mind. Um, I saw LA Comic Con has a VIP area now, like a VIP lounge, which I am assuming there's a VIP ticket. Okay. Um. But it actually had like a bar, and I was like, "Oh, that's different." But did they have a bar like in the regular floor? It was it, the VIP area was on the floor of Comic Con, which had a a bar area. I'm sure you can't take those drinks outside of VIP, but they had places to sit, and it was next to the main stage area that uh-huh. like all of the like bigger panels and stuff were taking place at. Okay. So I was like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. Like, you know, you, you had to have a VIP a VIP badge to get in. Um, I don't know if it was the kind of thing where, you know, if you were like an exhibitor or press, I don't know if that made you automatically VIP. You know, I didn't, I didn't test that. I just noticed because, again, I didn't have a lot of time there anyway. So I was like, well, I'm not trying to sit in this area and have a drink, you know, even though I was like, that's good to know because next year I will want to make sure I have more time and the ability to actually go and get a drink at the con, which is cool. Um, Next, like I said, it was next to the main stage area. When I was passing by the main stage area, they had Rob Liefeld come up on stage and he was actually talking about Stan Lee and, you know, just talk like kind of doing like just kind of a little bit of a tribute type of thing and talking about how much Stan Lee meant to him and, um, you know, just telling stories really about times that, that, uh he and Stan Lee had together which was pretty cool i mean you know it's it's you know a uh, a comic book legend talking about you know what one of the the comic book originators basically so that was that was awesome um a living legend talking about a dead one oh jeez i mean if you want to put it like that man like okay uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get another drink, fellas. Go on without me. No, no. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Um, lot lot of artists. I mean, honestly, the artist alley, um, was was a who's who in a lot of ways. So that was cool, you know. Um, you know, everyone from like, I, well, I guess you know what. I'll just go ahead and and just people. There were people there that I know and enjoy personally, but I'm sure that there were other people there that I may not think of off the top of my head, but are actually doing really big books right now. <laughs> but yeah, a lot, lot of cool artists. So, uh, and a lot of comics, um, which, you know, that was something that um, a lot of the, a lot of the, like random people that I did get to speak to were actually speaking about in regards to the way that the, the show was set up this year. Um, because, you know, they definitely mentioned the fact that 
there's other um other mediums like other other um like entertainment companies and such like that that were represented at this con as well but they mentioned specifically how like it felt like a lot a good portion of the show floor was actually um devoted to actual comic book comic books themselves and vendors like selling comics and you know how it made for for not only being able to find cool stuff and people featuring interesting things, but also um, allowing for it to to have a good competition, which is you know something like that's happening at a lot of cons where you know the 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 people selling comics themselves are kind of, can be kind of sparse at some cons, and therefore that doesn't spark a lot of competition. So no prices, you know, the prices can be higher. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so that was, was last year. Like there wasn't enough. I mean, there was a fair good amount for the size, but if there's more this year, all the better. Um, yeah. That's kind of like so they when I tried to get my press badge this year, they said, uh, "Well, did you get approved last year?" And I said, "Yes," even though I, if you remember, I got approved, and then they couldn't find my name on any list. Right. Whole thing. <clears throat> so I sent them the episode where. You know, because you have to send them what your coverage, mm-hmm. and uh, and I sent it, and then I got denied. Oh, jeez! Because <laughs> you know I was critical about it, but you know, so you know, I'll send them this one next year, and right. <laughs> like, ho- hopefully, they feel like this was a a better uh, a, a better. Uh, hey, they got better this year. You know, <laughs> yeah. They're listening to that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so no, it, it was it it was like for the hour and a half that I got to spend there, I was actually really impressed. And you know, a lot of cosplayers, a lot of really good cosplay too. Um, there was a uh, you guy. Didn't take any pictures? Huh? You didn't take any pictures? No, I did not take. I did not take any pictures. I will say there was a part of me that felt like I was going to get to come back on Sunday and then I wasn't and I was like oh that sucks you know what I mean so oh. it was like okay so you know and and then there was a point where you know I had I had the passes and I was just like damn I'm not I'm not I'm like I don't want these to go to waste and so you know man it was it was hard pressed but they, they didn't go to waste so that's good but um yeah we can cut that part out. Nope. <laughs> no. But I mean, anyway, I did. I did see, like I said, a lot of good cosplay. Um, there was a a friggin' a really cool uh, juggernaut, and it was it was huge. Uh, yeah, it was big, giant juggernaut. Like, I'm pretty sure the juggernaut, um, like. Yeah, I, I'm I'm trying to figure out like actually you could see that one um, online, and I was gonna steal it to post it, but I figured you would take a picture. So you, you said you could see it online. Yeah, I saw somebody posted it online, a picture of the guy. Oh, good. That's awesome. So I was gonna steal it to post it, and then I figured you would take a picture. So I no, did. I didn't take a picture of the juggernaut. It was cool. It was huge, huge juggernaut. And just so yeah, like a lot of really cool, a lot of like really cool cosplays. So 
So yeah, it felt like it felt like just about every bit of uh how many Todd Phillips jokers did you see? You know what? I don't know that I saw any, but that's I think that's just because I wasn't really looking for them. Uh you know what I did see? I saw a lot of uh friggin' uh Suicide Squad Harley Quinn. No, a lot of into the Spider-Verse Peter Parkers. Oh yeah. That's easy. It's just a Spider-Man t-shirt and like sweats. Yeah, and the the jacket. Yeah. That's lazy. It is. But it looks like the guy. Like I can't tell you how many white guys look like that guy. Poor Todd Knock. Yeah, they took a shtick. While you're joking, he was there too. Like you probably saw him and didn't know it was <laughs> You're probably right. So we've <laughs> talked to him like face to face. Like we went we went through the metal detector together. <laughs> but yeah, a lot a lot of into the Spider Verse Spider Man, which you know, like I, I, I'm not. You're right. It is like an easier cosplay if you have the right body type. But you know, it's it's crazy though. Like it's interesting that like the the overweight like white guy got the representation that they've been waiting for. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> you hate that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey then. There it is. Anything else before uh, uh, we switch gears? I guess that's it for LA Comic Con. Our impromptu LA Comic Con wrap up. I'm yeah. I I definitely think we should make an effort to attend next year. I think we could we can have a good time. Yeah. And it, that that joint was like four days, right? I, I think so. Like, I, at least three. I know for sure three. Yeah, it was definitely three. I, but I think I feel like it might have started on Thursday, which I'm like, man, that's yeah, that's Be wild. Nice. Like, I wish I had time to actually like check out some of the um, some of the panels and stuff. Like, if I if I had known, well, I don't know. That might not be true. I was gonna say if I had known that comics on comics was happening at that time, I, I was gonna say I would have went, but I probably wouldn't have went. I probably would have tried to like meet up with them after just to say hello. Dark Knight Tech says, where's my overweight Mexican representation? It's on Jimmy Kimmel. That's uh, Isn't that Gold Balls? What nationality is Gold Balls? I don't know, man. I mean, with a power like that, he ain't Mexican. That's like an Arab or something. Wait, what? Wait, because of his power, he's not Mexican? Yeah, no, nah, that doesn't seem like a Mexican power. That's the Midas thing. Yeah. That's like Babylonian or like some shit. Although the way you said it, like where they're infertile eggs that become fertile, like <laughs> as it's kind of Mexican. His name is Fabio Medina. That's yeah. his real name. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess once, you know, once he could create people at will, like that's Mexican. Jeez, man. Mexicans have like 10 kids. None of them are welfare. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like they all part, become part of the landscaping crew. Oh, wow. See, I'm not trying to put these uh, 
put these stereotypes on on these characters. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Word. Everybody here worked in the family business for the first 12 years of their lives. Well, not every Mexican on the air right now. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely Latino. Yeah. I I live by the uh, John Deere uh, Museum. Like, this is where John Deere was created. And there are a lot of Mexicans uh, making that Mecca trip out here. They're they're making the Mecca trip? Yeah, I I was going to say, I was thinking pilgrimage, but I don't know. Mecca came out. (laughs) Yeah, they with the Arabs. They don't say what nationality he is specifically, but they do have him listed as like Latino. Yeah. When he's fat? He is. Okay. Like don't he he gets I mean, don't get me wrong, he's not like you I know can't, so he's played by a fat white guy in the movie. You can't wait. <laughs> yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Like Oh jeez. Like all all like Hispanic people get turned into white people in movies like nothing and nobody that's gives true. It. Yeah, redheads are turning black now too. Yeah. You said what's turning black? Redhead. We talked about it last week. Well, this was like off the air. Off I the just, air. I just can't. I couldn't hear the name because you guys keep talking over each other. Well, who are we talking about? Redhead, in general. Gingers. Oh, redheads are getting turned into black people, right? Right. right. The soulless, however you want to call them. <laughs> I, I believe that redhead people have souls. Dark naked head says Juan Deere. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, it's interesting. In a Young Justice, no, in a, yeah, Young Justice, the cartoon, they made a blonde uh, white girl black. A blonde white girl black. Who's yeah, that? like a character that was originally blonde mm-hmm. and white. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the cartoon, she's a black chick. Which Who character was that? A uh, dolphin. Dolphin. Okay. Okay. No, oh, Schmack. I'm looking at. Uh, I was looking at pictures of gold balls, and <laughs> I, they have a a gold balls hero click. <laughs> It says it says rare, but I'm like, wow. You want that gold ball shower? Uh, Wait, so that's a play on like golden shower? Is that what we're doing? I'll turn down my mic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez, man. I'm a I'm a cosplay gold balls. Yeah, dude, you would make a great gold balls. Especially where they kind of make him look a little more muscular. Yeah. Fat. Like, that's me. Yeah. yeah. No, dude, you, your, your gold balls cosplay would be amazing. That's It'd what be, I'm for Halloween. There it is. Especially if you, like, just, like, carry one. Oh, dude. Although like, I need, like, like, from looking, I'm going to put a picture in chat. And from looking at that costume, like, I'm going to have to do, like, the... The tuck from Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> his 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 crotch is just foreshortened. <laughs> That's all. Like I'm gonna fill in. I'm gonna fill that. Like it looks kind of like the Super Saiyan suit. Like <laughs> the shorts. 
like you know the hyperbaric chamber suit. Uh, yeah, you're right. And uh, so like that's easy to find. Like I could literally just get the hyperbaric chamber and just switch up the shoulder pad and chest piece. Yeah, it's gonna be funny when people think you're fat booster gold. Oh jeez. Well, it's gonna be funny when people actually know who booster gold is. I mean, like Halloween places like parties and shit. This is, this is probably the the absolute best time to cosplay as gold balls like you're not going to get probably get a better moment than this based on what happened with with powers of x and house of x like he, he, gold balls is probably at his at his height of popularity and the beauty and, of it is that once they make him white for the MCU like I can still do it I just put a picture of his white ass <laughs> oh man Dude, I, I drew this picture as uh, Mo in the costume. <laughs> like, what's what's wrong with his right knee? <laughs> oh, jeez, man. You know, what you should do is actually paint your balls gold and then have, like, a flap. Oh, my Oh my God! You do you know how quick you would get kicked out of a con for that? You you would be a legend, but you get kicked out, and rightfully so. So you know sometimes you have to make the sacrifices that right. that you're called to. Yeah, to some do. heroes don't wear capes, just like <laughs> or draws. The porn uh, tire claw says the porn version is probably called gold dicks, and no tire claw, they're called gold balls. Dark Knight, this is Jonah Hill's destiny now. <laughs> and it's funny because I I got mistaken for uh, Jonah Hill once. Did you really? Yeah, and then every now and then they'll say like, oh, you know, you look like like a handsome Jonah Hill. And I'm like, I'll take it. Hill, like I don't know, man. I, feel... hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I don't I don't see Jonah Hill. The only thing you actually like me as a person and care about me, but oh, well, that's, oh, that's a good one. I'm gonna do that one. The one that Oscar put as a, yeah, with the, yeah, you get to wear pants. I already have like I I have that outfit already. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's actually a pretty good custom figure. I wonder where they got that body from. Like I actually had the head sock too already too. Do you really? Yeah, because when I had the the gyrus, like I had to sleep in something like that just to keep my body temperature. Because I can't sleep with clothes, like physically, like I can't do it. So I had to cover like my feet and my hands and my head to like keep my body temperature down. Wait, I mean, so up, so it. you you because you couldn't sleep with clothes, you you put a head sock on and gloves to sleep. Yeah, and socks. So you were naked except for your hands, your feet, and your head. Yeah. Okay. Much info. And that it it actually kept me warm because I still use a blanket. But you know that's a I I'm 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 a Fred Flintstone motherfucker. Like I sleep with a blanket, but my feet and hands are out. You know what I mean? Oh. That's where the the cold air, like that's the shit that absorbs all the cold air to regulate your body temperature. Yeah. Gotcha. Thanks for sharing, Moses. We needed to hear yeah, that. Yeah, you're welcome. 
This is going to be you after the show thinking about me sleeping like that. No, no. I don't know if you guys heard it, but no, we didn't. I'm like, oh, where's the noise? <laughs> where's the noise? Uh-uh. It's spilled. Oh no! <laughs> oh, Tiger Claw's juices are all over Mo's mic. Tiger's <laughs> milk. Kids. Okay. So, gents, what what should we talk about first? Should we go to uh, Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans? Yeah. Let's we go? Do that. Okay. All right. Jay. I, I I choose you, Jay. How about let, let's talk about Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. Okay. So it's basically a crossover between the classic Teen Titans cartoon and the current Teen Titans Go cartoon. And uh, the story is that Raven's jewel is cracked and it's causing her powers to go out of control. And uh, she's uh, being manipulated into using her powers to break uh, the demon uh, out so that uh, her father can use it against her and resurrect the Trigon from the Teen Titans dimension. And so they have to work together to stop that from happening. So, um, yeah, that's the basic premise. It's not good. I mean, it's actually really good, <laughs> except for the Teen Titans part. Like, it's actually, like, decent as a Teen Titans Go episode. But the Teen Titans kind of get shafted where they're they're not really characters, more like caricatures of what they used to be. And I'm almost 100% sure that's not just nostalgia blindness. But, uh, yeah. What did you think? Um, I will say that I would agree with you in regards to the Teen Titans uh, from a character perspective, not not getting their due. But with that said, I actually like really enjoyed the movie, which I was shocked by because, you know, I didn't have what I would call an enjoyable experience with Teen Titans go to the movies. Um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't terrible, but it just, you know, wasn't for me. And um but this I I actually had it I enjoyed watching it. And I think the big part of that was the story. Um it wasn't anything like groundbreaking by any means, but I mean <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, look, if I'm being 100% honest, the, w- what what the story did that is maybe groundbreaking for Teen Titans Go is be coherent. You know, it was like it was a story that you would kind of like it, it was like a comic book type of story. 
You know how I say like they didn't level up? They kind of did because of this movie, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. A little bit more respect for me. And, and you know, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Larry. No, it's okay. But I'm like, because I, 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 you know, I paid money for it. Oh, did you really? Like, man, the things that, like 15 minutes in, I was like, uh, man, the things I do for that. I hope, I literally, I was like, man, I hope Joe loves it because we're talking about this crap at 16 minute mark. And I was like, fuck this. And then at 19 minutes, like, oh, okay, not too bad. I like yeah. it, you know? Then it was, like, terrible again. Then it's like, oh, wow. And then it's like, oh, oh, wow. And yeah. then, like, <laughs> then all of a sudden, you got this double trigon, hexagon. Yeah. yeah. You got these whole Teen Titans verse fighting. Yeah. And it's like, it made, you know, it was not as good as Into the Spider-Verse. It's no. not good. But it's like, man, they went bigger than Spider-Verse. They did. That is true. That is true. And, and you know, those, like, the, you know, not, not to say too much, but the alternate versions were creative and interesting. And it's like, it's one of these things where, you know, there was a lot of little nods to to the the history yeah. of, of DC, both from a comic perspective and an animation perspective. Yeah. Which is, which is, you know, I mean... For somebody that's a comic book guy, it's like okay, like I'll I'll give you your props for that, you know. But more than anything, I was just like, okay, no, the story, like I said, while not groundbreaking, was kind of a, a classic kind of story that you know is cool, and it was interesting to get Teen Titans, Teen Titans like uh, Teen Titans Go take on on that, you know, like what. What is it like when you put those characters in this kind of story? And I I did not hate it. It still it still had its Teen Titans Go kind of things going on, but it was like the like those things were a lot more enjoyable in the context of a story like this for me. It actually made Teen Titans Go more enjoyable. In those- yeah. No, I agree. Because it's like, okay, in, in the grand spectrum of things, now now that there is a spectrum, you can be like, okay, that's their place. And, you know, you can see how all of them, like, because they show you a variety they, of different Teen Titans, some that you've never seen because they don't exist till here, and some that you have seen and you forgot they existed, and some that you've liked. And mm-hmm. it, it, you see, like... You see where the movie, the live action movies fail, where they miss like the essence of characters. You know what I mean? Because all of these dudes, even if you saw them for a second, like kind of had that that vibe of like, okay, that's Teen Titans from this, but it's still Teen Titans. You know what I mean? Right. And that's why they didn't include the live action show because it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I was hoping they did that, but you know what? It also made me like disappointed in the DC Universe app. Why? Because they even use the same like opening animation for like that they do for every show. Uh huh. And then you, it's not on the app, and it's not on anything. Like, how long did it come out? How long ago did it come out? Uh, it's been out for a few weeks at least. 
Yeah, like they should have it. If anything, like the digital version should be only there. And if you like bought the Blu-ray, you can get it on whatever you want. But the digital version should be there. Like you didn't have to go through iTunes or Amazon for it. Like it, it, it does feel like the kind of thing that you would think would have premiered on the app. It totally like they have everything else that connects to it. Like and because of the release, they're pushing a lot of those forward. Like when you turn on the app. And it's not there. Yeah. I was disappointed in the app for that. Yeah. Um, I, I hear you on that. I, I, I'd have to agree. One thing I didn't like in the movie, one thing I didn't like a lot, were the two musical numbers. Oh, yeah. I hated those. See, I, I actually liked those. I, I really <laughs> well, did. Well, because now they, now you have a black Starfire. I, what's that have to do with anything? I don't understand. Well, because you know, you have in the live action, you have Black Starfire, and now in the cartoon, you know that she's black too because she's rapping. No, no, I don't, I don't acknowledge that at all. <laughs> it's like, like I just liked, I just liked the musical numbers for what they were, just because, like, I mean, it, it was such a weird thing to have like a '90s hip hop tribute kind of song in the middle of a what what's a, what's a, a modern day a 2019 kids cartoon like i'm just like are the kids that are watching this do they even understand that kids watching this we're all it's us watching this no it has to like the the ratings oh, being so what... high for teen titans go aren't because adults are watching it well no they even right. to the ratings in the movie because the, you know, the Teen Titans are the ones that had the higher ratings. And no. Teen low. Titans Go has a higher rating. That's not what they said in the movie. That's exactly what they said. That was, that like literally was Robin acknowledging that Teen Titans Go, like he was saying, like that's one of the positive points of them. Like, oh, they do rate well. Like him saying, like, and it wasn't saying that Teen Titans doesn't rate good. He was just saying that Teen Titans Go rates better because it's so many, so many little kids watching it. And I'm sure. That, right, it's know. the most streamed, uh, the most streamed kids show on Hulu, which which is crazy. Like I don't I don't get it because it's not a good cartoon, but apparently, like it's like everything else, right? It, look, it's the same reason why I don't do a Lahaim because I would have to cover today's hip hop, <laughs> and, you know, and it's like that's not what I want to do. It's not it's not made for me. Well, and no, so that's, no, the that's thing how is, cartoons are. Okay, don't do Lahayim. Thank you. Say say what? No, don't do Lahayim. Yeah. Yeah. Just do a like, this day in hip-hop history or something. Thanks, Tiger Claw. That's actually a good suggestion. You mean this? This day in hip-hop. <laughs> something like that. But, yeah, man. I, I was I was actually shocked by how, how much I enjoyed Like, I was... There were points during this this movie I actually like were laughing out loud and I was like, man, like I, I think I like this, which I don't understand, but I think it's happening anyway. I could have done without the yeah. Santa Claus thing, but that's part of the cartoon, I guess. Without the what? The Santa Claus thing. Yeah, yeah. But the, the cartoon, like that's a running thing. I yeah. don't. I never watched it, so I. It seemed like it is, but yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. And, you know, there's, like, there's definitely, like, like, I felt like this was, like, a toned-down version of Teen Titans Go. 
and it turns out that while I'm not, you know, like, like, uh, mostly comedy is not what I'm necessarily looking for, generally speaking, um, when it comes to my superhero shows. But some some comedy or a certain level of comedy is is okay with me apparently because like I found this tone that they were striking enjoyable and I liked how it kind of contrasted especially when you had like some of the the regular Teen Titan characters in the mix um, and you know it's not even like the like in in the grand scheme of things you know it's not like the regular Teen Titan characters are you know were necessarily that serious especially like if you compare it to like say like young justice that's on now <laughs> you know it's like obviously that's a whole different you know a whole different level but um i mean one of the scenes that was kind of annoying was when a uh, beast boy and a uh, cyborg are like working out while waiting for the mission and it's like they weren't like that in the cartoon. Like they knew how to relax and chill. Yeah, that's true. But it gave us the scene for that song. Yeah, yeah I wasn't in that song. And then like the the um like awareness of the 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 movie to kind of be like, oh, we just did it to fill time. It's like I'm I can't be mad at that. Look, when I pay, I want them to feel something. I want good content. Oh, wait, wait. One of you have to has right. to speak first. I don't like. I don't. Joe, sorry. Oh, you go ahead, Mo. If I'm paying money, I don't want them telling me I wasted money by them filling time. Well, but you're not. If you enjoyed the filler, then it's not a waste. I and they're the they're filler. banking they're banking on the fact that you did enjoy it, and I know you did not. So well, I'm look, sorry. If they're gambling, they lost. Give me my money. <laughs> You're like, I need that 23 cents. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it was six bucks for like, what, what was it? Like an, an hour or 10? Yeah, man. 77 like minutes. 77 minutes. Oh, that's a good dollar 20 right there. <laughs> I get two, two 11s. There you go. I love it. Two, two 11s. What were you going to say, Jay? Uh, there's a saying in the review community that pointing out your problems doesn't make them go away. So pointing out that they're filling time doesn't make it okay to fill time. I mean, I, I hear where you're coming from, but at the same time, I feel like, like, I felt like it threaded a line. Like it was, I agree, like pointing out your, your shortcomings, like isn't, this isn't a, a solution or not, you know, but like I said, like the song, I I personally found it enjoyable. It was, it was ridiculous, but it was enjoyable because the word was fun to say. And so I was just like, oh, but, you know, I, but at the same time, I, you know, I think part of it too was obviously I, I went in with low expectations <laughs> and so I had a much better time than I thought I would. So that probably helped a lot. Um, but, you know, I, I think 
I think more than anything, it's like I can forgive, like I can forgive a sh- a, a a a show or a property that usually like lacks any sort of direction, uh, a, a little dalliance here or there, when we actually have a narrative to hang it on, you know. And that I think that's the biggest thing for me, where it's like I understand what's happening and why. And so it's like, you know, I know or at least have some kind of idea of where we're trying to go with this. And so if you want to take two minutes to have a ridiculous song, as long as we're getting back to the narrative, I'm cool. So I actually had high expectations because I didn't know what I was getting. Oh, I'm so sorry. The whole time, because we've been trying to do this for two weeks. Yeah. And uh, the whole time I kept thinking... Teen Titans from the Teen Titans, the Judas Crucible or whatever the fuck. Judas King. Oh, okay. Crucible. Yeah, those are on Teen Titans. Yeah. So I was thinking Teen Titans Go versus those guys. Because, you know, it is Although the animated. They do, but they don't do much. Even in the fight, like, it's almost like they just photoshopped them in. Yeah. Um,. I don't think they even... I think, like, just Nightwing talks, right? Right. Yeah, Yeah. so that was dumb. I mean, look, I got what I got, and I was, like, you know, more than half enjoying it, so I'm not going to complain about that, but that's what I thought I was getting, and I kept... Even after I saw the thumbnail and bought it, I I still was disappointed when I saw the other Teen Titans, but not as much. I'm like, oh, this is that old Teen Titans. And then they made fun of me for liking that old Teen Titans. <laughs> have Have you seen Teen Titans go to the movies? No, dude. If you could not pay money, you should watch like the first twenty minutes of that, and then think about how you felt about this. <laughs> nah, I, I don't. I, I don't want to do any of that. Because Teen Titans go to the movies, man. It was just like, or 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 watch the first episode of Teen Titans Go. Like it's just oh, like, no. I mean, I've seen I, Teen Titans Go. I actually, it, part of the reason it's the most streamed thing on Hulu is because when I got kids in the chair, I put it on. You know. Oh well, there you go. And you know, it's terrible, but it's not like. I, look, I've seen live action movies. I enjoy less than Teen Titans Go. So I'm not like. I'm not that dude when it comes to Teen Titans Go like that, except for that fucking that make me a sandwich. Did, uh, did, fucking, do the yeah. kids enjoy watching it, or uh, they ask you to change it? Dude, the kids these days are fucking morons. They enjoy anything that's moving on the screen. <laughs> Damn, they zone out. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Peppa Pig. And I'm like, what the fuck? Peppa Pig. <laughs> and I watched it and it's like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, I hear it's not that good. No, a lot of these kids' shit are terrible. They're not they're, teaching them anything. Yeah, they're probably like, uh, they're probably like, Uncle Moses, can you please change his channel? I don't feel like cartoons should, should need to teach kids anything. Like, no. But they like I felt like cartoons for us while they were dumb story wise, they were still a little like, look, you put an episode of GI Joe next to Peppa Pig, 
or an episode of Rambo next to Peppa Pig, and it's like you're watching the King's Speech. <laughs> I guess I don't. I've never oh, seen an episode oh, of Peppa Pig, and I've never seen the King's Speech. <laughs> I just know it's about a retarded like monarch. He's not retarded. He just has a speech impediment. Whatever. <laughs> Same thing. Oh, jeez, man. I tell you. They would all get deported under the current Reich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, uh, anybody have any last impressions they want to share before we give them a rating for uh, Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans? I wish they would have used more of the... Eh, it was fine. <laughs> I wish the yeah. Titans had been characterized better. That's fair. More true to their original. But it could have been a lot worse. And why are you, like, throwing hate at bronies? Like, Was there, was there hate for bronies? Yeah. During the fight, there's a brony in the audience member who, like, is yelling out that Teen Titans Go killed their childhood. Wait, why oh, is that guy a brony? Oh, that, I didn't think that was a, I thought that was, like, a guy like me that hates things that aren't, like, what he liked. But I would call he him Joey. Like, he, he had what? He had a pony on his shirt. Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, but. Okay, but then why do you see that as hate for bronies? Like, why isn't it just commentary on should hate bronies? A, a Teen Titans fan that just happens to be wearing a shirt with a pony on it because it's a type they're calling Teen Titans fans like is equivalent to the bronies. If anything, they're they're OG Teen Titans fans. They're they're talking shit to them. Teen no, Titans right? Fans. I mean, that is what it is. It's it's is the teen is the Teen Titans cartoon fans that. You know, that were like, you know, you're ruining my childhood by making this, like, lesser version of the show, which that is definitely commentary on that. And I don't I don't even know that it's a I don't know that it's a, a like a hardcore shot. I think it, it's a shot, but I feel like it's it was kind of in fun. Right. Not if your feelings are hurt. No, oh. that was pretty. Well, it's pretty what? Hateful. <laughs> it's hateful. Oh, okay. We got bronies. What would you call know. Teen Titan fans? Teenies? Oh, Jesus. No. I don't know. Tony. No. no not, I mean, <laughs> Tony. Just fans. I don't know. I don't. I, I have no. I have no idea. But. But wait. So. So you're like Mo. Your feelings were hurt, and Jay. I guess your feelings. You brought it up, so I guess your feelings were hurt too. No, I was fine with that. Except for the like, I well, I w not fine, but I don't see the point of taking a shot at Bronies. But I wasn't personally offended. Oh, okay. So you're saying more so like, what are you trying to say by him wearing the shirt? Right. Well, I mean, why take a shot at Bronies in any case? It's like. Well, they're pretty much over. Like, their show just ended. For like, me... They'll be going back into the ether soon. For me, it was more of making fun of the people that like 
you know, the things that come first in a way and don't like the new reimaginings. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's how I took it too. But guess who the fuck get guess who spent money for it, you know? Yeah, Did but you I, bought I, it? Yeah, I had to because I couldn't get a bootleg copy and, and nobody was streaming it for free or, or, or as part of a subscription. Well, I didn't buy it. I rented it, but I rented it on iTunes, so it's six bucks. Right. Yeah, I bought it. I almost bought it because I went this morning to buy stuff for the shop at Target, and uh, and I saw it there, and I'm like, uh, should I just buy it and then i try to open it and maybe i could see a digital code or something but i'm like no that's bad karma anyways i'll just wait <laughs> see if i can bootleg it or or just you know worst case scenario i'll just buy it from the apple store but they, luckily they had it usually they don't have things for rent that soon after they come out but they did that so i was like okay i will say i enjoyed it a lot more on my second viewing because of my first viewing I was kind of hung up on how terrible the Teen Titans looked like there's something about them that it just did not translate to Flash very well and to the misrepresentation huh? you said to Flash? yeah Flash is I an animation program yeah, yeah, I, I know what it is. I, is is that whole show done in Flash? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Because that's the cheapest way to do it without enslaving some bunch of Koreans. So, gotcha. like, everything is done in Flash now. It's actually cheaper than enslaving Koreans, actually. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's done in Flash. Oh, wow. But they no, I agree. Like, they do look different. Yeah. I didn't realize that was why. Yeah. And between that and the mischaracterization, I was feeling really down on it. But, like, my second time, uh, I said, I watched it, like, part of it again, like, the first 20 minutes or before the Teen Titans come up. And then I watched it again today. And it's like, I can appreciate the Teen Titans Go sections and the Teen Titans don't bother me as much even though I do wish they had gotten the characterization better. But it's, overall, it's not bad. It's like... Uh, why don't you just put on a pony shirt? I lost all my pony shirts. <laughs> like, I had three of them, but they're gone now. And I don't want to buy new ones. I know what to get you for Christmas. Wow, way to bring up a painful memory, Mo. But it came to a happy ending. I'm going to get him one for Christmas. Oh, wait. Way to spoil your the present. <laughs> He's not eight. He knows there's no Santa Claus. I don't know. Fat white dude giving him gifts. <laughs> so I he goes to BronyCon. Mo. Oh, ooh, dress as gold balls and then put it in like a gold ball. And then just hand it to him. That'd be awesome. And then get it on video and put it on YouTube. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I would do. <laughs> uh, Dark Knight Tech says, I wish I could get it for six bucks. 
And then he says, it's been out for like three months. So now I'm even more disappointed at the DC Universe app. Well, I know we were talking a little bit about this after the show last week. But, like, there's no Teen Titans Go anything on the DC app. So they might not get it. They might have to fight Cartoon Network for it. I I think they do have it. Because Warner owns Cartoon Network. So then how come there's no Teen Titans Go on the DC Universe app? I'm pretty sure there is. I thought I saw some... Like, you looked for it, right, Oz? I'm logging in right now. I don't know. There might be, like, comic book stuff. Maybe maybe they don't want to cannibalize the viewership. Let's see. I mean, it's on Sulu. There's uh, Teen Titans, the the one where they actually were... Not the little kid one, but the... Right, the good Okay. Well, but you they know, don't have to go. You know what they have? It's called New Teen Titans. And it's the, the shorts, the DC... Oh, those are great. I yeah, love those. Those are the ones they have. So, yeah, it, it might be one of those things where they have, like, Cartoon Network itself has a deal with Hulu. So until that's up, they're not going to have it. But they could at least have it on Hulu. They have the 1970s Shazam. Yeah, they have that. Wow. Actually, while you're joking, let me look at Hulu. I think that's the one place I didn't look to see if they have it. Yeah, so they have the good Teen Titans, but they charge you for it. Like, I think they do a rental thing, too. For new releases, you have to rent them to see them, I think. I guess I'm watching Teen Titans go to the movies. It's actually pretty good. It's like... I think the direction of the story... I think the story kind of makes makes it better because they're kind of admitting that they're kind of shit well you know i heard there's a saying in the review community that says just because you point out your mistakes (laughs) go away but the story is about them trying to be better see but that's a really dark humor that i love Uh, see and it's so funny you say that jay because like i feel like I felt the the opposite, like in regards to these two movies, because I feel like they're actually like being better in in Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. And you're right, though, in 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 Teen Titans Go to the movies, they're they're talking about being better, but they stay the same. And you also get that Is Stanley Teen cameo. <laughs> that's yeah, that's one of my favorite Stanley cameos. It's one of my favorite Batman chase scenes. Yeah, that was pretty fun. My favorite isn't Justice League action. I don't think I've seen that. I've only seen one episode of that. And I haven't been able to bring myself to... Or I haven't gotten around to watching any more than that. Is, Is that on the DC app? I think so. It's also on Hulu. Oh, okay. I know it's on Hulu. I'm pretty sure it's on the... And and that's Cartoon Network, too. That's odd. Yeah. So, so Mo, how would you rate uh, 
Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. How? Uh, I don't even know what out of five you should give it. What? What? I mean, I'll give it three micro naps out of five because I took three micro naps. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Like I dozed off for like a minute and a half, and I'm like, I woke up each time saying, "Is this over yet?" But then once I woke up the third time, I was like, "Okay, okay, okay, now now it's getting good." Yeah. yeah. How about you, Jay? Um, I think I would give it a three out of five. Like the Teen Titans Go portions are actually pretty good and funny. I just, yeah, my main issue with it is the representation of the original Titans. But otherwise, it's actually not that bad. Yeah, okay. Uh, And I would give it a three out of five as well. I, uh, I was not expecting to enjoy it at all, but I did. And, uh, you know, I, I think it might be worth checking out just for the cameos alone uh, if you have a, a decent way to view it. You know, don't, don't spend an, an exorbitant amount of money on it, but if you have a, a way to, a nominal way to watch it, go for it. Um, oh, sorry. You know what I wanted to ask real quick? Because I was, is, is, was the voice cast, was, was it always the same voice cast for both those cartoons for the, the Teen Titans? Yes. I didn't, I didn't even realize that until this. That's because you don't listen to our show. No, I, I listen to our show, but I forgot. I'm sure Joe brought that up before. I, I kind of remember him bringing it up. Yeah, I did. It doesn't sound like the same people until, well, I will say, like, you can tell the difference. Like, they, they definitely voice the two characters or the two versions of the characters differently, which makes sense. I feel the one that they do the same, like, um, where you can tell it's the same person the most, mm-hmm. just doing a different inflection, is the Starfires. Yeah, that's true. But the other ones, I, I can see... Uh, the more feeble-minded, like uh, you, Larry, not knowing. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Mo, why don't you talk to us about Titans, man? The Titans TV show. So if you've never seen any episode, I actually heard from uh, a listener that they've gone back and, and watched the first season because of what we're talking about the second season. And I told him, no, 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 like, how are you not listening? Fuck that first season. Just watch it from here on <laughs> from now. And this last episode, the, the Superboy episode, you could not, this could be your entry point into the series. Like, you don't, you could watch this episode without watching any of the other ones. So if you have access to the bootlegging site or whatever, this is a, this is a pretty good episode. I didn't zone out at all during that episode. And that's the first for Titans for me. Because Titans, like, it has this dynamic where, like, the first 10 minutes are tight. Then it kind of drones off. Then something cool happens. Then there's a cool fight. Then there's the ending, like, post-amble that kind of leads into the next episode that's kind of boring. 
because it, it's trying to be a really good show, and uh, you know it, it's getting there, it's succeeding. Um, now, granted, I'm not a Titans fan like that. I, I would say the the episode before the Superboy episode ended like cliffhangery. Yeah, it did. The it was Oct- like it was like the first. It was the first one that like ends where like you were like oh shit like the credits come up and you're like damn it I gotta wait a week. Yeah. Yeah, all the other ones, it's like, okay, like, bef- the ones before the Aqualad episode, I'm like, when is this going to be over? Okay, it's over. Okay, good. You know, even though I enjoyed parts of it, the Aqualad one had that that cliffhanger ending. And then this one, like, if this was, you know, it's released weekly, so it's kind of like a TV show. Like, I got to wait a week for this. And then you get this in-between episode that's, like, not kind of connects, but you, it doesn't connect till the end. And you're like just watching this this Superboy story, and I'm like, man, like I would like like if Titans didn't exist, I'd be down for this Superboy show. Good looking Superboy too. Yeah, he's alright, but like he like, but it is a, a one of those things where it's like he's like a clone of Tom Welling and uh, the the other guy that played Lex Luthor, like Rosenbaum. Yeah. Like, he could have been that Superboy in Smallville. And at one point, I thought they were trying to connect it, kind of. But it doesn't make sense if they if it's connected. But but it was a good episode. From beginning to end, good episode. That's episode three? Larry, what the fuck's your problem, Larry? Like, we've been talking about, teen, we've been talking about Titans for the last eight weeks. We're... Season two just started. It started eight weeks ago. No way. This is episode like eight. Is it really? Yeah. No. Oh Jesus. What is no. it? Uh, I'll look it up actually, but it's probably like four or five, something like that. Nah, get the fuck out of okay, here. Okay, so so it turns out my question wasn't that stupid, Moses. You're no, just overreacting. You're fucking morons. That's what. It's, 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 sorry, it's like, I didn't mean to call you a moron. It, <laughs> it's like, dude. It's episode what? six. Okay, so that's, that's not that big. Bad. It's literally, it's literally like you, your the the episode you thought it was. Mine was literally one further than yours. No, you thought it was four. You thought it was eight. Exactly. <laughs> so it's two. <laughs> Mathematically, we're you guys both two it. off. Mathematically, we're both idiots. No, it's it's the same. Six is in the middle. Anywho, <laughs> yeah, this is a good episode. <laughs> this is the weekly Titans talk. Like, this is a good episode. That's it. Watch it. Watch it. Bootleg it. Do whatever the fuck you got to do to watch this episode. You're not going to regret it. It'll actually ruin it. If you watch this episode and try to watch the first, like, four episodes of the first season, it'll ruin it for you. You're not going to enjoy any of those. So, well, if I watch this episode, will I be able to watch like the two in between or whatever, like, like after or before? Yeah, because this is the in between episode. But I guess what I'm wondering is like, it's like, like a- I think the last episode I saw was two. Okay. If I go watch, if I go watch six, will I be able to go back and watch like three, four, five, or will I just be like, oh, these are terrible? You should watch five. Yeah, no, no, the, those, the, 
honestly, up until this episode of a second season of Titans, like it's a solid show. Well, in episode five, I mean, there's a there's a new story about that episode, and there's a reason why this next episode is like a technically a filler. I see. Yeah, I guess a filler, but it's like in the comics where you get like, remember, you know, when you have like a good, like, like a good arc and then you have that one issue in between arcs that, but that one ends up being like a really cool issue. Yeah. That's how this episode is for this series. Like, that's how it feels like. It's like, wow, this is that, you know, like they'll put those in like when it's like Christmas or New Year's, you know, like when the claws on a Wednesday. Okay, we'll do this in between in case people don't buy it, they don't miss the story. They don't fall behind. You know, they can just either not get it or j- and jump on, you know? Um, oh, this is We're dating ourselves back when people used to buy comics at the comic shop. <laughs> but, um, but it feels like one of those issues. It's bugging me that the, that the next episode is titled Bruce Wayne. Oh. And, like, the, the thumbnail... <laughs> Is, fucking, is uh is Alfred Pennyworth staring at me? It's so funny because, um, I actually I have a screenshot because, you know, pre-production purposes of this fucking <laughs> this fucking Bruce Wayne, and now I can't find the screenshot. It's because you're so good at production. Yeah. Oh, burn. He's good at pre-production, but actual. Yeah. Story. Let's see. I don't know which one's the print screen button on my keyboard. Damn you, gamer keyboards. Right. It's weird because now I'm trying to retake a screenshot on my phone and it's only giving me season one. Oh, yeah, there's... um. You know, on the right hand where it has like the the name, your your login name, right underneath it'll say season one, and that's actually a Dropbox. It took me a little while to find that too. I guess I could just take a picture with my phone, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I swear I've looked at every fucking button on this stupid keyboard, and I don't. Oh, okay, that arrow. Yeah, no, that man. That arrow, they need to do something to that arrow, like match it to Beast Boy's hair and skin on that thumbnail because that thumbnail is green and his body isn't green in the show. Yeah. This is a horrible picture. My screen's too bright. Like my future. Really? Not even a giggle. No. No, you're not wearing shades. Oh, damn it, Tiger Claw. And you guys work well together. <laughs> the comedy stylings of yeah. of Oz and Claw. <laughs> Martin and Lewis over here. <laughs> uh, hopefully, I have to retake the screenshot, but hopefully you can, uh, you can click on it and, it and it opens up in a decent size. Yeah, it, I mean, look. Either way, it's fucking. I hate that Bruce Wayne. No, he's terrible. I, I was talking to to that same listener that was telling me about it. Um, how he started watching season one already because, um, 
you know, he didn't know that that was the Bruce Wayne because he's like, he's actually, no, I'm going to, from everything you say, I'm going to watch it from the beginning because he only watched like the, the first three episodes and then he didn't want to see anymore. And and then he actually, back when I said that that Doom Patrol episode was the, the um, you know, Mr. Nobody fucking with them, like meta, like retcon thing, my theory, like he went mm-hmm. and, it and enjoyed it. <laughs> After I said that, but but he said it was a bit of a stretch. But yeah, he's like, when I explained to him that that's the Bruce Wayne, he's like, "What the fuck?" And he said, "Want me to keep watching?" I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, at your peril." Right. <laughs> he was already paying for the service. Might as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Because he he was bootleg. He kept bootlegging Doom Patrol, and it's like this show's so good. I'm just gonna pay for it because you know I want them to make it again. But yeah, that this episode of Doom Patrol, go watch it. Doom Titans. Oh yeah, sorry, Titans. I'm still gonna say watch the one before it too. I mean, yeah, but uh, we didn't talk about it last week. I'm talking about I'm trying to stay current, you know. Well, that last one is gonna dovetail into, like it. It's gonna be important. That's a pun, huh? Oh, yeah, I meant to do that. (laughs) (laughs) That Hawk, too, man. That guy is perfect for Hawk. They got to lock him in for, like, a 10-movie deal or some shit. I still think that's a a great Jason Todd. Yeah. His costume, man. So, in the... Not the last episode. Was it the last episode? Where he gets blown up and falls off a building? Yeah, oh, that's the last. Episode. That's the one before the Connor one. Yeah, yeah. In that episode, like when he's falling off the building, he's like falling, and you know it's green screen, but the costume looks so good. It just looks so good. I'm like fuck, they, that costume looks good. Let's see if I can find a screenshot of that. I got. I actually have a screenshot of oh, that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, give me a second to because. Okay, I have to find a short version of the link. Otherwise, stupid Discord does stupid Discord things. Yes, stupid Discord does stupid Discord things. Wait, why is it not popping up? I put the... Click the link that posted in chat. I don't know. Are you guys getting the the image? Usually, like... It's just a link, but I'll, I'll get it right now. Just click my link. I'll click whoa, whoa. My link, girl. You know you want to. So what about the picture? <laughs> it's a good picture. Oh, it's not even... Oh, there it goes. What are oh, you saying okay. about it, Oz? So, okay, so... The picture you put, Oz, is cool. But... The thing is, it's in, the thing, it's in motion. And it just looks so much better... In motion... But I'll put it in again. So the picture I posted is in motion, and it looks so much better in motion. Though, though it looks good in motion, and then the picture you have, like he's kind of covering some aspects of the suit. But when his like, when it is part of the motion, you get to see more of the suit in different lightings as it moves, and it just you can see that it it it's a good, a really good suit, more so than the picture. But it still works. Why is my Discord like not 
Why is it being stupid? Because your your Discord does stupid Discord things. That's why. Gonna have to actually drag and drop. Hopefully that'll work. Oh, it came up already. It took a while to load, but it came up. Well, I dragged and dropped it because it, it just kept putting the the actual link. But your first, not... yeah, your first link started showing it right now. Oh, see, man, Discord hates me. That's what it does. Which one of the 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 joints is it? Is it Jason Todd? You all were saying has red hair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When he was when he was Robin. Uh, he was forced to dye his hair so people wouldn't know it was a different kid. GZ gotcha. Dr. Brev says, yeah, it's laggy as shit. That's in response to Dark Knight Tech saying Discord is fucking up right now, period. I blame the Fortnite black hole. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Everyone knows that that's the case. Yeah. All this to say that episode is good. Good Jason Todd. Um, he looks like he's Dick Grayson's evil twin brother. I like the 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 way him and Hawk are getting along too. Like when yeah. they're on each other, like they want to like Hawk wants to punch him in the face, and then when when he hears Jason Todd talk shit to to Deathstroke on the phone, he's like, "Yeah, boy, get him." You know, it's yeah. it's a cool little like little brother thing going on. And because of the nature of Hawk, too, like, it kind of goes with Jason Todd's personality. And I don't think they've even really explored that in comics that I've read. But it's kind of cool. But, yeah, all this to say Young Justice number eight came out last week, right? Well, real quick. and No, it didn't. Oh. Um, real quick, though, is anybody playing Fortnite right now? Nobody around the world. Yeah. No, no, it it came back. Yeah, it's yeah. It just they're, doing it, but... like, they're doing like a Batman thing or something. Oh, I I don't. I've never actually played Fortnite. Like I, I downloaded it to my Switch, but I couldn't actually bring myself to play it. I watch people play it, but that's it. I don't like looking at people. I've seen people play it as well. It doesn't seem like the kind of game that I want to play. Like, yeah, same here. Like, it's kind of fun to watch people that play it well. Just like Splatoon. Like, I like people watching people play Splatoon, but I don't want to play it. Oh, I love Splatoon. I know, but it's the same same dynamic as Fortnite. Yeah, and and I will say that I might have felt different about it. Well, you know, no, I, I, I've, you know, honestly, like since the first time I saw Splatoon, like when they first put put out the, like the preview thing on the for like during the Wii U days, I was like, I gotta play that game, <laughs> like something about it, which I was just like, oh, I like, because I like playing shooters, but you know, there's something about the idea of, like, you know, what it is with Splatoon is that it's not about killing people and i think that's part of what i like about it yeah and you know i still like playing other shooters but yeah but yeah i love playing splatoon luckily now i'm good at it not great but good 
Okay. Jeezy documentary. Yeah, Young Justice. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead, please. No, I was about to segment into the next thing. I was going to say, Jeezy, Dr. Forev said, would Mary Young like to watch people go to the moon? I don't know what what that's a reference to, but sure. Yeah, anyway. Please say, Jay, go for it. Um... So yeah, uh, Young Justice. We're talking about number eight. Um, it didn't come out last week. It came out, I guess, a month ago because part nine is out. No, number nine is out now. Yes. And uh, basically, what's happening is they've been thrown into the multiverse, and in issue eight, they land on Earth three where they fight um, basically the evil versions of themselves because the crime syndicate of America is no longer on Earth 3. Uh, they're, yeah, I'm not sure where they are, but... Uh, they, they came to uh, the DC Universe proper, remember, during the... Uh, during... Uh, damn it, what was that event? The one, the one that brought all the Justice Leagues together, like Justice League Dark. No, 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 no. The the one that had Justice, like the the crossover that had Justice League Dark and had, um, you know, Justice League of America and then the Justice League. I can't remember what that crossover event was. It it wasn't Convergence though. It was the. Was it the, in Christ? Oh, Christ in Earth or something like that. No, it's it's new. It's a new fifty two crossover, but it it oh. doesn't matter. But Justice they, League, it's yeah. You're probably thinking Justice League versus Justice League Dark. Uh, maybe it was Justice League versus Justice League Dark, but <laughs> but that wasn't an actual event, though, right? Yeah, it was like uh, I think it was like a six issue thing. Okay, you know what? I think you're right. I think it was Justice League versus Justice League Dark, and then at the end of it, it went directly into next event. What, what was it? Villains? Not Villains United. You're the villain? No, no. You're the villains happening now. This is... This was... Um, actually, may, no, it's not Villains United, but it was something where... And literally... Huh, what? This isn't the first year of the villain. They did have one in the New 52 days. In New 52, there was a year of the villain? Yeah. Yes. You know how they had a thing like so after the first year it was the zero year? Yeah. And then after the other one was like what like one year later or something? Right. And then after that was the the year of the villain. So like they had all the the number ones, they reprinted them with a villain coming through it. Oh well maybe maybe it was like, that you reviewed then. a bunch of those books, like huh? For broadcasting from Joe's house. No, no, I, I, I remember, like, I know I read, well, I read, if if it's the same thing, then yeah, then I, I do remember, but I just, I, I remember reading some of those, but I don't remember it being year, year of the villain. I think it segued into Trinity War. Yeah. You know what? I think Trinity War is the next thing, but yeah, I, well, no, 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 but you know what? It was, 
And okay, yeah, because I'm I'm looking at it now. It wasn't just Justice League Dark versus Justice League. It was J, uh, JLA was also in there. Yeah, I, I said that. Yeah, Justice League of, of America, Justice League, and then Justice and then Justice League Dark, and then that event culminated into the next event, which what? It, but it wasn't was it wasn't Trinity War, was it? Where like because it was literally like the the end of it was. The Justice League, uh, the the, uh, I'm sorry. What are the guys from Earth Three called? The Crime Syndicate of America. The Crime Syndicate of America came to the DC main continuity and basically like took everything over. And so yeah, so maybe it was Year of the Villain because, like, they they basically like subjugated everybody. But that is that version that that ended up coming to the main DC continuity and got beat and that's why they're they're not in their own reality. Okay. So with them gone uh Amazon Thunder has got a crew and I'm sorry they Jay. basically go, huh? heck, heck heck it's for, forever evil was the the event. Not, oh not, yeah, yeah. Forever Evil was the was the event. Hecht put it into chat. Sorry about that, but yeah, that was That's it. All okay, good. Continue. Um, Amazon Thunder and her crew are basically just causing trouble without the syndicate there. They like rein everybody in, and uh, yeah, Young Justice gets there, and they it's basically just a big fight scene. The whole issue is kind of just like a big fight scene where we meet the evil counterparts and there's a lot of banter. And it's actually pretty fun, like seeing the interactions between everyone. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the basics of the issue. Uh, Was this the first preview of Red Robin's new name? Was this the first appearance of Earth 3 versions of these characters? I believe, yes. Well, okay, two of them I can definitely say yes, because there's no, there hasn't been a Teen Lantern or a Jenny Hex before. Yeah, which I don't, I was like, wait, what? what is, what's happening with these characters? Like, what is Jenny Hex? And Teen Lantern, I feel like that's criminal. Like, it I is. Was, yeah, I'm like, that's no go. Like, somebody should stop that from happening. Like, retroactively, if we can. Retroactively? <laughs> why not futureactively? No, I mean, not definitely moving forward, but if we can go back and, like, re- re-release issues with those same numbers with no Teen Lantern in it, let's do that, too. I think uh, there's an interesting story there. <laughs> like, But the name. <laughs> oh, the name. Oh, yeah. so got the the gauntlet in, in with the backpack. That yeah. Is, instead of a power ring, okay. And Teen Lantern has a great villain too, the Mean Lantern. Oh, dude, that could be a true. No. That her villain. That, that that gauntlet and backpack thing it like has a great origin story in regular Green Lantern. That's true. Like but, that's that's a badass. 
like that's that starts off badass when how Jordan picks that up. Right. But Teen Lantern though. And mm-hmm. and and that feels very much like Bendis. I'm like, no, Bendis, you did a bad thing there. It's probably one of Bendis's kids. <laughs> probably is. Is there, is there a little black girl? It is. No, but his I mean, kids write his comics for. She's, or she's like Bolivian, or something. Oh, is she really? Yeah. Wow. Kelly Quintanilla? Quintanella? Okay. Yeah, she's Bolivian. All right, we got to keep this moving because Tyre Claw's losing sleep. Indeed. Indeed. Um, yeah, the, the, the issue was, was kind of interesting, but um, yeah, I think I, I mean, you pretty much hit the nail on the head, Jay. Like, it's pretty much one giant fight and a, a reason for for um, Tim Drake to call himself by a different name. Right. But it's fun. I love the banter. There's some really great lines all around. And kind of like the manic feel of trying to survive while looking for a multiverse map. Like, it's cool. And the the evil counterparts are kind of interesting for what, for what we're given. Yeah. No, I'd agree with that. I mean, I, I will say this. I wouldn't read this issue and then not necessarily want to read the next one. But at the same time, you know, it's not, it wasn't super compelling to me, but you know, I would, I would think about it. Why is his hair red? Whose hair red? Uh, alternate version of Tim Drake. That prompted my question for earlier today because I was like, wait a minute, is Tim Drake, does he have red hair? Like I, I was like, I couldn't remember which Robin it was. I was like, was it Tim Drake? I thought it was a different one. But, you know, is it just like just different reality? You think, or, you know, like you think maybe he dyed it or you think he's actually just a redhead in Earth 3? I'm just asking your opinion at this point. Obviously, no one probably knows that answer. Well, I get the impression he has no soul, so he's probably naturally redheaded. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) Pissing off all our listeners in Scotland. Do we have listeners in Scotland? That's a Mo question. Thanks, Mo. He, He fell asleep talking about Young Justice, apparently. Not anymore. (laughs) <laughs> there it is. I, I accidentally muted my mic so I could beat off, but oh jeez, I forgot to to bring it back up. Um. So Jay, like, well, actually, do you want to talk about the art at all? Um, the art is pretty decent. Um, there is one part with silhouettes that's kind of cool. But otherwise, it's 
like your standard good art, I think. Uh, what did you think? I thought it was it was all right. Like the art, the character design, and the the art itself wasn't bad. Uh, I did feel like the storytelling wasn't great. Like there's there's different points where I was just kind of like, like it it felt disjointed. Like what what happens in one panel, what happens in in one panel. Uh, or what happens in the panel next doesn't necessarily follow what what happened in the panel before, and that happened a couple times in the book for me, where I just like, and you know, for me, I'm just like, oh, that kind of sucks, just because you know, it's a comic book, like the storytelling supposed to be visual, <laughs> so it's like, you know, I get that, like, Brian Michael Bendis, of course, uses plenty of words, so, uh, you know. He gives you a lot of information without necessarily having for you to see a picture. But since it's a comic book, you know, might as well tell the story visually as well. And when that like kind of breaks up, I was a little I was a little disappointed by that. But, you know, outside of that, it was all right. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. So what would you rate it, Jay? Um, I would give it, huh, maybe three and a half out of five. Gotcha. Like, it works well in the story arc, and definitely, yeah, like, if you're reading it, it does get, like, as part of the whole, it's pretty good. Like, I know I read the next issue, uh, I read nine, and then, like, it really sets up where they're going next, which looks to be pretty interesting. So as part of the whole, I think it's really good. Um, Individually, out of context, I love the interactions. So, yeah, it's still, like, a good issue to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I love when uh, Impulse asked uh, Robin if uh, he's seen the evil version of him. And Robin is like, I thought you were the evil version of you. Yeah. Like, just cool shit like that it was fun for me. No, I I would agree. Like, and you know, that's definitely Bendis's strong suit, or one of his strong suits, I should say. Yeah, I would give it three out of five as well. Or yeah, I would give it a three out of five. I know you said three and a half, so I'd give it a three out of five. It was it was definitely enjoyable enough. I can't I can't knock it too much. Cool. All right. Uh, Tiger Call, let's play that Heavy Metal Minute. 
And then so news. out of all the heavy metal news out this week, I'm not going to talk about any of that. I'm going to talk to you about the fucking drama. I'll start at the beginning. Machine Head released a new song called Do or Die. It'll be coming out. The album is set to come out whenever the fuck. Who really gives a shit anyway? Nobody likes my Machine Head. I don't like them, so nobody does. Uh, they released a single Do or Die off of that forthcoming album, and it got backlash every review on every streaming service says oh this song sucks the lyrics are terrible um he stole the hook from dope song die motherfucker die and rob flynn the machine head frontman lost his shit he posted a, a, a instagram post where he said fuck all of you you could all suck some cocks and all this which i believe is a uh is a homophobic uh, thing, a uh, homophobic way of responding to things. But that's neither here nor there. Nobody called them out on it. I'm sure as hell not, because I tell everybody to suck a fucking dick all the time. But he threw other bands under the bus, including Cold Chamber, Lamb of God, and Dope. In the statement, he basically said that anybody that decides to do die, blank, die in any song is ripping off some old... Uh, a song, Roof is on Fire song from the 80s or some shit. But in it, he, at the end, he, very, he said, you know, who the fuck listens to Dope anyway? To that, the next day, he actually posted another Instagram post saying, posing with a fan of Machine Heads with a Dope shirt and saying, oh, she couldn't even name three of their songs. So Edsel Dope, the frontman for Dope, took offense and said, hey, you know, I didn't want to... Um, I didn't want to respond to this because this is dumb, but you, you you signaled us out for no reason. So here's the figures. Here's the Spotify streaming numbers for your music and ours, Dope's music, and Dope beat them. So pe more people listen to Dope than they do Machine Head. Now, another update from this morning this has been going on since monday i believe maybe well the sing single came out friday so it's been brewing till monday and th this morning in my newswire my heavy metal newswire the headline came up it says rob flynn of machine head apologizes to dope now i didn't read the article because all i need to know is that the shit's confirmed Rob Flynn's a fucking pussy. Like, what the fuck you doing? What the fuck you doing apologizing, man? Even if you're talking shit, like, what the fuck, man? This is like a, a pro wrestling type arena, this show business, you know? Keep the beef going, even if it's not real at this point. Even if you apologize in person, but talk shit to each other. Push each other to be better, because matter of fact is, both Machine Head and Dope are shit bands that nobody wants to see or hear. You know, they suck. Now, I'm I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't care who the fuck dope does or or, or hates or, or Rob Flynn or what you think. I've heard both songs and yeah, Machine Head song sucks. Period. Just like every other Machine Head song does. Why is he now getting pissed off at people saying they suck? It is derivative of dopes. Like when you hear them together, it's like yeah, the the the, the chorus is the same the same chorus, but. For those of you listening, if you really uh, have a dog in this fight and you're like, man, I like both Dope and Machine Head, what am I going to do here? 
I got a bit of advice for you. Stop being a fucking pussy and listen to Ice Earth, all right? Listen to fucking Ice Earth, because that's real fucking metal. Not like that bullshit fucking machine head and, and dope. Fuck all that. The only thing dope ever did that was good was the fact that Edsel Dope is now the singer of Static X. That's it. That's it. I'm Moses Magnum. This has been the Heavy Metal Minute. some news oh wait do we not have news music Paul? Comic book news. we should have a like uh, like curry <laughs> well not, not like that but like all right oh great job oh go ahead i love how like i made it fade out into the chorus for seven-headed whore and he raised the volume up and then just cut it off. Yeah. <laughs> like, I spent time for that, like, effect, you know? <laughs> Listen, it's so funny because I, I was going to compliment you just now on the outro, even though I didn't hear that, you know, it was turned up at the end. <laughs> but but I, I like playing out with the music like that. That was awesome. Yeah. like you I should even, definitely do it again next week. Yeah. I, I, you know, yeah. I... I like, I edited it so that, because it wasn't at the chorus when I finished, so I, I like, swapped it around so that it goes into the chorus. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, now it's ruined. <laughs> Maybe I'll add it separately as a as a bonus. <laughs> That's the heavy metal minute. <laughs> well, it it was awesome. It wasn't, it wasn't lost on us. Thank you. Hecht in chat says, uh, oh, Dark Knight's Hecht says, uh, I like Icer. Even though their only shit, their only shit I heard was the album with Spawn on the cover. Yeah, I think every album is drawn by Greg Capullo too. Little comic. That's awesome. And Danny Mickey, you know, veteran yeah. Jeffrey's comics. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so news. I look. I know Tiger Claw wants us to talk about this, and I want to talk about it a little bit too. But um, Kevin Feige got promoted, and he's now the chief creative creative officer at Marvel. Uh, which too? say again? The comics too. Well, that like what that means is that all creative content at Marvel basically is under Kevin Feige now. So yes, he he'll be over publishing, he'll be over TV, he'll be over animation and the movies. And all of the TV and the animation will now be under the Marvel Studios banner as well. Good time to be a DC fan. <laughs> well, I will say this. Uh, I know for, from a, a, a Marvel... Uh, like a, 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 say again? Marvel apologist view or Marvel sycophantic view? Or, um... <laughs> I was going to say, as, as a Marvel fan... Uh, I have mixed feelings on this because does, on does one it, hand, go ahead. Tiger okay. Uh, does this also include video games? I don't yes. Know. In the okay. sense, 
in the in the sense that um, it's everything they got to go through him for everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, so Dan Dan Buckley. Well, actually, you know what? Actually, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm wrong. I'm wrong because Dan Buckley, if I'm not mistaken, is was the uh, chief. Oh, he's not the chief creative. He's he's VP of cre- uh, like vice president of creative, I think, or that's something under, like that. That's underneath the president, N- right? But the thing is, he reports. He has two different reports now, so he's he's over the publishing side for as far as creatively of. Uh, for Marvel, and he reports to Kevin Feige for that stuff. But then when it comes to, like, um, the sales stuff, and, like, like basically almost all of the non-creative stuff, but for whatever reason, they lumped the video game section stuff in with that. He reports to, to Ike, to Ike Perlmutter which is the guy that was basically, you know, kind of in charge of some of that stuff. But, but, but I think it might be the licensing aspect of it. I, it, doesn't, it didn't say specifically that he's over the creative aspect for the gaming side. Um, and, you know, that might be because it depends on who's making the game. You know what I mean? So, like, Marvel doesn't have a video game studio, so it might just be the licensing of the game to whatever studio that's going to make it. And creatively, they kind of make the decisions and then report to to Buckley. But then, you know, whether he likes it or not, I don't know if he has to, like, go through to Ike or if he just gets to make that decision himself. I'm not sure how that exactly works. But everything else, from a creative standpoint technically Feige's over. But the reports right now are kind of saying that he might take a hands-off approach, at least initially. And because all of the, the people that were in charge before are still in still like the head they, they have their positions still. The only difference is that technically they report to Feige now as opposed to like they, they put a level basically in between the Disney creative team and the Marvel creative team. And they're like, you know, instead of like talking to like the to the um the co chair and the chief creative officer at Disney directly, they have to go through Kevin first. And he'll be the one that'll be like, Okay, well I'll either run that up the poll or I'm signing off on that. It, which it, it's probably gonna be I'm signing off on that. They're like Kevin can do this. Yeah, I wonder how this is going to affect the comics, because he'll be pretty much <laughs> won't he be won't be won't he be hands on with the comics like uh, uh, like they have some sort of storyline or something and he has some input on it. Well, this is this is why. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Tyler Cloud, what was the last Marvel comic you bought or gave a shit about? The last Marvel comics that I bought was a long time ago, and it was those X-Men comics. Yeah, you don't give a shit. But thank you for being a good interviewer, because that's a good question. 
Well, I will say this is part of why I'm a little like have like mixed feelings only because I do believe that Kevin Feige is smart enough to like not mess, like not try to fix what isn't broken. Like, I think he understands that. I mean, he fixed the, what wasn't broken for the movies. No, that that's not true. I mean, the Marvel Cinematic movies, the Marvel Cinematic Universe or the Marvel Studios movies are better than any Marvel movies we've gotten before now. Right. So Guardians is better than Guardians in the comics. No, dude, I'm not I'm not talking about I'm not comparing movies to comics right now. I'm comparing movies to movies. No, but you got to compare him to comics because he's going to be no. going through all of that. No, no, I don't. I don't have to compare him to comics because if you're saying he he like if you're asking me did he fix the movies, I would say yeah. He like he's making the best Marvel movies that have ever been made. Now, are you asking me if I like the comics better than the movies? Sure. For almost for almost I, I can say yeah, that about almost all the all the movies. In charge of your comics too. Well, but here's the thing. What what I was just about to say was. I feel like he understands that what you're about to say. I want you to say it. Well, listen, you cut me off the first time, so you should just listen. Wait a minute. I believe that he's not going to try to <laughs> fix it. Is it broken? And he understands that his the, the content for all the movies he's made is coming from the comics. So let me leave them to do what they do, especially considering that that's not what he does. So I think he's probably going to leave the comics. The comics as is. That's what I believe. Uh, unless he, he gives him a little nudge. Different, but that's what I believe. Un unless huh? he gives him a little nudge and, and brings a little bit of the MCU flavor to the comics. And I mean, like, uh, maybe the characters who have costumes similar to the ones in the movie or, yep. that or something like happened. that. Yeah. That already happens, though. Already that's happens. the thing. It's like, from... from a brand synergy point, the comic books already kind of align in regards to looks, not always in characterization, but even the characters. Like, Except obviously, if you wanted to read a Thor comic. Hmm? Except if you wanted to read a Thor comic. Uh, that might be true. Yeah, Thor. Captain America comic. Well, no, why a Captain America comic? Because, you know, when, what was it, when was it? Civil War came out like it was it wasn't Steve Rogers when the Civil War um the movie came out yeah but they had they had two they had Steve Rogers and they had Falcon it was hard to find it really wasn't they like they literally stand next to each other on the shelf it's like um you have people that sell comics telling you it was hard to find like dude how how can you be like it's hard to find it's not like there's I'm and, not like Hard to Captain find. America comics. Uh, it's it's Jeffrey, two. And Jeffrey, one has a black guy undercover, and one has a white guy undercover. Jeffrey said it was hard to find. Not me. I'm quoting Jeffrey, the great Jeffrey from Jeffrey's comic. Okay. Well, hey. That's I mean, don't. That was his beef with the movies and the comics at that time. Okay. It's like there was a, there was a part of time where everything you saw in the movies you couldn't find in the comics. Oh, you know what? You're right, Mel. I'm sorry. Cause I know right. that was that was the time when I think that was like Avengers two, right? And they had like female Thor and then black Captain America. Yeah. And 
and whatchamacallit, and a female Iron Man. Yeah, I, I remember that. I'm sorry, Mo. I know what you're talking about now. Again, but yeah, so like, I think... Apologize to me. Uh, the satisfaction that I'm right is, is good. <laughs> I think Kevin Feige is smart enough not to mess with that stuff. But what what we might get out of this deal is, well, one, of course, we already knew that the TV stuff was going to be aligning and and um, be intertwined with the movie stuff moving forward, because that's what's happening with all the Disney Plus shows. And then, you know, with him being over Marvel Television officially, that's going to happen probably more so. And then also, because obviously he comes from the Marvel Studios side with the movies, it might mean we get animation that is in a tone more similar to the movies, which would actually be a plus to me. But, you know, who knows? I don't know if that will be his his first priority or even if he might, you know, he might feel like, hey, maybe we don't need to mess with that either and we still get the type of animation that we have going yeah, on right I, now I, from I, Marvel. I, but Yeah, I could totally see him working on some animation featuring characters that will then transition over to live action with the movies. Well, I don't I don't think that's going to happen. I think if anything he would just have the animation mirror the movies more so. I don't know if he'll but you you could be right. You never know. Maybe he yeah, maybe he might be like, "Hey, we want to make sure everything connects." But you know, I don't know. I don't feel like Kevin Feige has that kind of vision to be like, oh, animation is another place where we can like do things that we can't do live action and have that connect to the to, to the MCU and to the TV and all that kind of stuff. It, it would be nice because Lord knows it's like when you have I mean, all, there are plenty of projects that have had one, well, maybe not plenty, but there's some projects that have had animation that intertwines with their larger franchises. And that's always been a super cool thing to me. But I would I would actually be very shocked if Kevin Feige has that kind of uh, that kind of vision. I, I feel like he's just going to kind of see. We'll see. In consolidate the, future. the brand. We'll see in the next couple of years what's going to happen. That's good, that. What do you say, Jay? Dead Space did that. Yeah, Dead Space did it. Uh, Riddick. But I mean, uh, in, in my mind, I mean, the one the one that the big one is, is the Matrix. Like the Matrix did it pretty awesomely. Yeah, but what I'm talking yeah, what I'm talking about is like characters that were created. They're they're characters that were created specifically for animation that has never been done in live action. So, you bring those characters to live action, and they're gonna have to figure out who they're gonna cast for them. Like who? Like what character was created in animation? No, no, I mean, they, well, you could, you could, there are so many characters out there that they could spread them all across all the different mediums that some of them might do have you mean not had, some of them might not have had live action versions of them yet because their first appearances will be in animation form. So what they could do is they could just, you know, no. if they do that, then they could be able to, they'll be able to cast those characters in their live-action forms at some point. So you mean a character from animation that's not from the comic? No, no, a character that has made its first appearance in animation 
who later yeah, that's, that's what he said, his yeah. transition to live action. Yeah, that's, that's what he's saying. Like a, a character that was created in an animated series, but that isn't from the comic books and has never been live action. No, no, it, uh, no. What I'm saying is a character that was in the comics, but their very first appearance is in the form of animation, and then they want to. Well, but bring no, that but then if they're the from the action. comics, then their first appearance is in. If they're from the comics, their first appearance is in comic. Well, he means their yeah. first. Uh, their first appearance that he would see because he doesn't read yeah. comics. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, well, you can't, yeah, you can't treat the world like it's your personal playground, Tiger Claw. You gotta like <laughs> that already happened though with X twenty three. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean that. Yeah. What what he wasn't talking about did happen with X twenty three. I was thinking the the only other character I could think of that was created in animation that's never been live action was maybe like Harley. huh? Uh, it used to be Harley. No, no, I, no. I mean, we're talking about Marvel now, though. I, I was gonna say Spike from X Men Evolution, which is basically a, a Marrow ripoff, but nobody wants to see Spike. I did like that Marrow cameo in Deadpool, though. That was awesome. <laughs> would have been better if it was Spike. What would you, you say, Bo? It would have been better if it was Spike. No, it wouldn't have been. <laughs> Spike should Spike should stay in that cartoon and be nowhere else. <laughs> but but yeah, so we'll we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I, I I if he starts messing with the comics, that would be a bad look in my opinion. But you know, hopefully he won't do that. Hopefully he'll just make the animation better, and uh, you know keep the TV shows uh, intertwined in the MCU, and then you know everybody will hopefully be happy. But we'll see. Yeah. What else are we talking about? People are mad at Scorsese. Oh, dude, this guy. I agree <laughs> with him. What? No, you don't, Moses. Yeah, do you? yeah, I do. You agree with Scorsese? Tell the people what he said. He said that, uh, you know, theaters are basically theme parks now. And people just go in droves to see the, the, the you know, the just the stimulus stuff, not real narrative films. But Aren't he didn't Marvel say, movies he didn't say films? Yes. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're the closest we're getting, but... Well, now with Joker, like, that's the most... The 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 apex of that. Really? But, yeah. It's like, you know, I like I'm sitting here and I've been thinking about this for the whole week. And I'm just like, I'm happy that Joker is doing well in, in theaters, but... In like, I've been processing the movie since I've seen it, and I'm like, dude, this joint doesn't really say anything. Like, it's not, it's not. Yeah, it's really, it's really overrated. You didn't get the joke. No, it's not that I don't get the joke. There's no joke being told. Right, just like the Joker. No, but that's the thing. Like, the Joker does tell jokes, or like what, what he thinks is thinks of as his version of a joke. But this guy is not doing that. That's because he's starting out. Oh, okay. Like, there it is. This, this is the, the Man of Steel defense. He's going to become well, that Superman. Well, wait. Well, let's, <laughs> wait for, let's wait for Joker 2, and then that's when the sh- shit... No, nah, nah, I don't want to know Joker. I don't want to... The, the, look, all, the internet already ruined Joker for me, too, by the way, because now all of a sudden all these motherfuckers are asking questions like, man, when I saw Taxi Driver, when I saw... 
2001 Space Odyssey, when I saw Clockwork Orange, I was like, I had a bunch of questions. Shit, when I saw Pulp Fiction, I had a bunch of questions. And that's it. The movie left me with questions, and it was a good, enjoyable experience, and I keep watching it over and over for that fucking reason. All of a sudden, they're asking Todd Phillips, oh, did this happen? Did this happen? And he's like, uh, yeah, 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 this is. that. That's what it is. I'm like, what the fuck? I got to wait for an interview to get the full story of the fucking movie? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but that's not... That's not on people asking the questions. That's on Todd Phillips. No, like it, everything, the whole culture of entertainment right now is all fucking garbage. Like the, the whole internet, everything, even us talking this shit to nobody or the three fucking people listening, it's all garbage. It's it's it. I fucking hate all of it. Oh, that's Todd, crazy. Yeah, and Todd Phillips. Like, yeah, and Todd Phillips recently said that he can't do comedies anymore because of woke culture, which is a bunch of bullshit. I think. It is. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, when they ask Kubrick that this and this happens, like, what do you think? Right. But that's that, what Todd Phillips should have done. Yeah. I Look, but the thing is, people won't, they, the internet culture, like, there's nobody on Twitter telling Stanley Kubrick, ah, oh, shut the fuck up, just tell us, you know? But there is now. But just because so somebody says, like just he, tell us, doesn't mean you have to. He has to. He has to give, because... Oh. It is. It's the whole culture. It's not just the Todd Phillips thing. It's not just the people. It's the whole fucking culture, Larry. It's no, all I, fucking I, garbage. And I, one day, the rain will come and wash everything away. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, it, it, I, here's yeah. the thing. Exactly. I agree with you that audiences today demand more answers. And, and part of that is because they have more access. I agree with that. But as an artist... If you decide you just want to leave it open, Todd Phillips not a fucking artist. Oh, why is he not an artist? He's not a fucking artist. What? Why not? Because he's not. He doesn't make any art films. He never made an art film. The closest thing he made in an art film was The Joker, and you know well, that. But but here's the thing, I don't. I'm not gonna mess around and be like, oh, he's not an artist because he doesn't make a particular type of movie. It's like The Hangover is a piece of art whether you like it or not. It's like it's a movie. A movie is art in the same way a comic book is art. This show is art right here. Oh, well, listen. No, no, uh, this show is fart. This show, this show is commentary. And that's this is what I was going to say to you before, where it's like this isn't BS. No matter how many people are listening, just because this is literally just the conversation we would be having after we all saw the movie anyway. Right? It's just that we're putting it out there so if other people want to participate, they can. Whether that be three, 300, three, 3,000, 30,000, it's like, hey, you have an opinion and you want to share it too, come join us. And that's all I'm saying is like, you know, the same way how you said, hey, I watched Pulp Fiction and when I finished watching it back in the day, I had questions. And it's like, yeah, you didn't get answers from Tarantino about those questions unless maybe you watched some of the commentary, but I'm sure Tarantino being Tarantino left a lot of stuff for you to just kind of know on your own because, you know, like Tarantino's that guy. He doesn't, he doesn't care how much access you have to him. If he doesn't want to answer a question, he's just not going to do it. But you had this same conversation or a conversation like this with your friends at the time. And you all enjoyed that conversation, listening to each other's opinions and each other's theories and, and, the internet today is just an extension of that. It's, it's bigger. And don't get me wrong, I agree with you. People feel more entitled to their both their opinion 
and to asking their questions and getting answers. But that's up to to creatives to decide where to draw that line, especially if you're making a movie that you're like, well, actually, I made it so that some people could think about stuff, which I'm not saying Todd Phillips necessarily feels that way, but maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Obviously, obviously some people want it to be that, but it's, you know, it's like, I will say that the movie is, isn't as deep as people are making it out to be, and I think that, that it speaks a little bit to to, like you said, kind of our culture today. Because people look for meaning in things yeah. that don't have it. Because they never and, and, and a lot of the time, the things that do have meaning, they miss. It goes over people's heads. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 For me, I'm just like, like, I, I can't agree with Scorsese as amazing of a filmmaker that he is, only because what he's saying is, I don't like it, so it's not art. It's not film. It's not cinema. And it's like, dude, why are you going so far? Just, like, if you don't like it, that's more than okay. And I can understand why Martin Scorsese would not be a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, that makes a lot of sense to me with him being, like, an old dude that probably's never read a comic book or enjoyed one. But don't mess around and be like, oh, well, it's not a movie. It's not cinema. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, what what makes it not cinema? Did you hear Hugh Grant's comment on the Joker? No. What did he say? He said he couldn't watch it because it was too loud. That doesn't make any sense. What is like the theater? Like volume was up too high in the theater, so he he couldn't like it was he couldn't watch it. It was it was it, unendurable was the the word he used. But what like like. Tiger Claw, what are you doing? Look, uh, like, so the guy talking was too loud? It's not like there's, like, a lot of... Volume in the theater was, like, the movie volume itself is turned up. Like, it, Yeah, but I'm not... saying they're not allowed, they're not allowed a, a lot of loud noises in the Joker until, like, towards the end. So it was literally, like, the level of the people talking? Yeah, the volume was up too high. Oh, jeez. Okay. He probably has sensitive hearing. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, that that sounds very uh, very that, fragile of Hugh Grant. Well, isn't that a symptom of syphilis? <laughs> I I don't know anything about that, Moses. I, I am not going to go on the record uh, uh, insinuating that Hugh Grant has syphilis. Well, we know he partakes with whores. Do we know that? Is that a fact? Yeah. That's what ruined his uh, his leading romantic comedy star status. Oh, I'm sorry, Hugh Grant. Like, I feel like he should be able to bounce back from that in this day and age. Yeah, but this happened in the 90s. Oh, I like Hugh Grant movies. Yeah, no, he's a good actor. Yeah. And I'm actually glad, like, that he's not that romantic leading guy, go-to guy anymore, because his movies that he's come out since are, are good. Yeah, he he's actually uh, There's in a movie. Huh? Their cinema. Oh, hilarious! I mean, but like, since you agree, Ramo, like, what is it that makes the like say MCU movies not cinema? Uh, you know, they they don't make you think. They don't make you explore. They don't make you think about influences. They don't make you think about yourself or or, or, or life. They're not a, an expression of a, a reflection of the world we live in, done through metaphors necessarily. 
Not so, all of them. Not all of them. But so every movie has to do that? No, cinema has to do that. But, but cinema and movie are synonymous, right? No, 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 Larry. <laughs> Clearly, you didn't do ten, ten. Uh, was it three quarters of UCLA Film School? Um, no, I, I didn't. Yeah, no. Cinema is different. Cinema is enjoying seeing characters grow, and and you know you could watch two people talking. And then they'll grow by the end of their conversation after two hours, you know. Wait, but but are we talking that's about what, like that is time? exactly what Marvel movies are doing too? Well, I mean, not, no, no, like it's, it, they're not spending two. Tire clock, where? I mean, Endgame was a pretty long movie, and there was a lot of dialogue in that one. Oh. Damn but, it, Tiger Claw! Listen, you're 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 hurting the cause right now, Tiger Claw. You make you're proving Scorsese's point. And thing, and we can we, and we can all agree on this: fuck Martin Scorsese, and fuck uh, Jennifer no, Aniston I, no, too. I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> we, we, we don't say that. Like, I mean, uh, Scorsese, are you, are you trying to get killed, Tiger Claw? Don't ever look. Don't ever leave Florida. The, the, uh, we don't we don't, <laughs> don't need don't him insulting look, our you know, Marvel movies. No, I mean, like, dude, the dude is entitled to his opinion. I guess what I'm yeah. trying to say is this: Be- because because a Marvel movie doesn't spend two hours with, no, I'm saying there. it doesn't need to do that. It can. Like you're getting you're getting a full cycle in a character, and you don't need to make it into a franchise. You don't need to make it into like you could literally just pop into somebody's two hours of their life or whatever time they choose to give you in those two hours. And see a full story. You don't need anything else. You don't need to see a sequel. You don't need to see them in any other movie. You don't need to buy merchandise for it. You don't need to buy branded popcorn. So wait, so you say the commercialization of it is what makes it not well, cinema? That's part of it. Yeah, that's, that's a little aspect. I mean, that, that's, but that, that's, but that's ridiculous, exactly, though. But, no, but that's exactly the point where he says they're, you know, going to the theater. Going to the theater now isn't going to see a film. It's going to a theme park. Lawrence, the landline. You, you pay a bunch of money, and then it's all it's, measured. The quality is measured about by how much money it's made. And it's, it's, not, smart, it's not just comic films either. It, uh, it's everything that tries to come out right now. It, it doesn't leave room for these artistic, but by, by uh, that deeper movies, you know. By that now, logic, wrong, he, here's the thing: he's mad at the wrong thing. Like I agree with him, but he's mad at the wrong thing. You shouldn't be looking, you know. Marvel movies being a success and Transformers being a success and Fast and Furious being a success is that's a symptom of the true disease that is our culture, our garbage culture. Lawrence, I I think I have an analogy that can kind of summarize what Mo is saying. It's like if if I tell you, hey, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee and then I come back with some some mocha frap whipped whatever it, I'm basically holding a milkshake with coffee flavor in it and I'm telling you oh I bought a cup of coffee well th- technically yeah it's it's coffee but it's got all this sugar and all this other bullshit in it it's it's really a milkshake and that's what he's saying is these marvel movies are milkshakes when people want a, a cup of coffee but no. I I don't think that holds up yeah. because it holds because... up in the sense that I'm saying that the, the cup of coffee isn't the problem it's that the people want that milkshake. Yeah, they want the the 
what, what, was, what was really popular one? The unicorn yeah, or whatever man. bullshit? Yeah, yeah Mars Scorsese is but I'm going saying... out of style. That's all I'm saying. Oh, Jesus. Tiger Claude. No more. Hey, <laughs> yeah, no, no more Mars Scorsese. No, 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 no. no. Tiger Claude is definitely not. All these movies. Def, de- Tiger Claude is definitely not my ally. He's the market. Ty- See, <laughs> this, is, this is the problem. This is the problem with what happens with internet culture here. Because somebody mm-hmm. says something that somebody else doesn't like, and instead of like conversing and like breaking down the idea, they attack the person. And it's like, you know, we're not I'm not trying to say fuck Martin Scorsese. I'm not trying to say, oh, like he's he's outdated. Like I'm not I'm not speaking wait, on wait, anything fuck. about him personally. Because no. I I don't feel like we don't need movies from Martin Scorsese. It's like I think that his movies have a place and should be a part of cinema in general. I I just wish he would show that same kind of respect for the movies that he's not making that people happen to like too. You know? So he what, should what I'm saying because is this, his is, movies aren't making no, wait, any no, money. Tiger Claw, you you keep talking. Let me talk a little bit. Let me talk a little bit. So Here's my thing and why I think that what the argument you're trying to make, mode doesn't hold water. Because by that same kind of logic in regards to, like, oh, it's the marketing and it's, like, how all this stuff that happens outside of the movie and how they try to, like, you know, do sequels and all that kind of stuff. It's, like, that takes, like, the Godfather out the conversation. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, the Godfather, nobody would probably go ahead and be, like, oh, the Godfather's not cinema. Oh, the Godfather Three it definitely ain't cinema. Oh, no, see that's the thing. See, but that's the thing. It's like you don't like it, and that's okay. You could not nope. like Godfather Three. Not, it's probably the weakest. Godfather Three. But it doesn't matter if you like it or not. That doesn't make it not cinema. It's a bad movie, and it's not. It can be a bad cinema. movie and still be cinema. It, no, it, they, if it's in the theater, yes. if it's in the theaters, it's cinema. It's oh, easy as that. No, Tiger. Look, it's there you go, Larry. You guys it's win. Tiger Claw. Let's go say no, Tiger Claw. Right. Just, like, there's a lot of things that. Happen in movie theaters that aren't cinema. <laughs> what makes it if it's in the theater and on the big screen, it's cinema. Period. What? What if it? What if it's an Overwatch match? Is it cinema then? There's a difference between. I mean, you don't see fights in theaters. Cinema is oh, movies. so I so you so it? you're wrong then because it doesn't matter if it's on the big screen. It it like there's some things that happen on the big screen in the theater that aren't cinema, right? That's the point I'm making. Like you're making too generalization, general of an argument. It's I like, like oh. Tiger Claw is saying nobody cares about Martin Scorsese anymore when his next movie is already has uh, Academy Award buzz on it. Yeah, but it's a not only that movie, not only that, but nobody cares. Yet him saying this one statement causes this whole tidal wave of criticism. Across I, the fandom. Well, Wait, I, I will say this. I feel like 75% of the people that are commenting on what Scorsese says don't really know who he is. Just because they're too young. You know, they don't they don't realize, like, who he is and his prominence. You know, it's 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 Tiger Claws. <laughs> you I mean, know? I, I, I know who he is. F. Scorsese. He's an old man who's, uh, who's upset well, because his movies are movie. not getting that much attention. What movie of his have you seen? The last movie that I saw, Mars Scorsese, but that was back in the 80s, was uh, The King of Comedy. But that, when I didn't know 
Damn. who directed that movie. You haven't seen a Scorsese movie since since King of Comedy? Because because you ever watched Shutter Island? Because he doesn't make the type of movies that I'm into. And that's sci-fi, superheroes. He makes cinema. Fantasy. He doesn't do that stuff. Well, but here's here's the thing. What what I'm saying is, you know, there's a difference between him not liking movies and him trying to mess around and say, well, they're not actually a part of of what's important in film, you know? And it's just like, dude, it's like, just let them have their lane and don't, don't mess around and try to make it seem as if, oh, they're less important than what you do. In other words, because Martin, it's just, it's just in different. A, in other words, Martin Scorsese should have just shut the F up. No, no, no. Martin Hold Scorsese. On. Hey, you guys, you Marvel guys. <laughs> By the way, Martin Scorsese is credited as a co-producer for Joker. Right. He was he at one point. Out. He was. He stepped out once they called it Joker. Yeah, I think they were making a different movie and then they like, just changed it. And he said, yeah. He thought Todd Phillips was going to redo his Taxi Driver, right? And then they changed it to a comic book well, shit. Well, they're adding to my fucking coffee. In, yeah. But it's like... It's like um, like Ozzy Osbourne said that time he came into my Starbucks, would you like some room for coffee? And he goes, "What?" And fucking ruin it. But yeah, that's what that's what a fucking Scorsese did. He let his, his business partner just handle the rest. Like he's, he's I'm out. I don't want to do. I don't want nothing to do with it. Tyler Claw, you didn't see the Aviator. Aviator is a great movie. I don't watch those kind of movies. Like I said, I watch high five Hugo? fantasy and Cats of New York. Hugo sci-fi, isn't it? You, you didn't no, see Goodfellas? No. I don't watch gangster movies. Goodfellas like I said, sci-fi, fantasy, and superheroes are right. all well, I watch. I, I'm saying Hugo. Hugo, Hugo is, is like an animated... Hugo is a family film, but it's not really any of those type of categories because the whole subject matter of that of that film is... But did you watch? Did you watch it? Is my point. No, I did not. No, watch no. He said he. The last thing he saw was. The last thing I saw was King of Comedy, and this was back in the eighties, when there was a there was a point in in the eighties when I was a teenager. I was watching a lot of movies on VHS when we had a, uh, uh, one of those mom and pop stores, and I just started watching a lot of comedies back in the day, and I saw some movies with uh, Jerry Lewis on it, and then one time I saw uh, a. a a box with the you know that said king of comedy and i saw that jerry lewis was on the cover so i ended up watching it ho- hoping to see if it was gonna be funny or not and the movie was okay but <laughs> there was no humor in it i wasn't like i wasn't like i wasn't yeah. hating on i wasn't hating it or anything like that i was just watching it because a, a certain actor was in it but you know that was probably my first uh, Mark Scorsese movie. I just didn't know who he was at the time. I just saw it because um, of an actor. I'm, I, I'm looking into chat. I see uh, Dark Knight's heck. He 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 at Billy OK he said you missing hot tiger tapes. <laughs> he also said uh, Tiger Claw's missing the whole point. And he says the and he also says the Godfather wasn't promoted like Marvel movies though. It is now after the fact, which 
that that's fair to say. However, I think that Godfather was probably promoted once you get the sequel as close to a Marvel movie could be or as close to what promoting a Marvel movie would be like in that day and age. Obviously, movies were marketed in a completely different way than you you could argue that Godfather even got more promotion after the video game for that came out. Tiger Claw. The video game? After Godfather came out in like two thousand, right? That's there was your, also that's your a video game that came part? out for it at one point. No, but but the Godfather was a classic way before the video game came out. Tiger Claw. Your school studies the Godfather. Right. I, I, it's not my it's not my type of movie, anyways. That's okay, Tiger Claw. But that's the thing. Like you can't. This you're doing what Martin Scorsese is doing, just on the other side, Tiger Claw. You're you're just like him right now. You're you're basically trying to make it seem as if the movie's not good, and it's like you haven't even seen it, it so you it, don't know it, if it's good or not. Which is which is the same way Martin Scorsese. I know. I'm never gonna. know whether they're good or not. I'm never gonna like those huh? movies because they're they don't meet a certain criteria. L- listen, Tiger Claw. Nobody is saying you have to like them or watch them. What we are saying, though, is you don't know whether you like it or not because you haven't seen it. You might think you don't like it, but you don't know because you haven't seen it. it and what like I'm is, of course, Mark I haven't seen it, and I will never thinks, see it. Thinks he's not gonna thinks that he doesn't like Marvel movies, but technically he hasn't seen any of them, so he doesn't know. Well, Lawrence is That's saying that the Tiger Claw is for and Tiger Claw for you. <laughs> More so Tiger Claw. At least Martin Scorsese at least makes movies, so he might have a more a, a better idea. He, yeah, he makes of, movies you know, that are for a certain niche audience, while everyone else is watching Marvel niche, movies. Niche audience? Tiger? Never mind, Tiger Claw. I'm done. I'm done talking to you, Tiger Claw. You're baiting your own debate team partner. I, look, <laughs> including Martin Scorsese. Because it's like we're not even talking about this in any way that makes any sense. Like people having opinions on stuff they haven't seen. It's like you can say, "Well, I've I'm, seen both. I'm not gonna like it," but you can't say it's not cinema because what what even does that even mean? Like what? No one, even Martin Scorsese, probably can't tell you what it means to be cinema and the things that he's saying. Oh well, it doesn't do this, that, and the other. It's like he doesn't know because he hasn't seen the movie. And he, he, he never will because he's so stuck up. Like Tiger Claw. He, he says so it's fine and good he, for he, those he, who... He, enjoy... he only sticks to what he knows. He says or... that's fine and good for those who enjoy that type of film. And by the way, knowing what goes on into them. I admire what they do. It's not my kind of thing. It simply is not. It's creating another kind of audience that thinks cinema is that. Yeah, see, and that's that's the problem, the last sentence. Like, for him to be like, it's not my kind of movie, it's, it's a different audience than, but you know, maybe... an audience that thinks it's that. But but that's the thing is, like, who is, who is Corsese to be like, well, cinema is this and that's all? Well, he's a creator, he's an artist, he's a film historian and curator of art. But yeah. at the end of the day, he's, he's also still just a guy with touch? an opinion. No, see, see, why, why are we talk? Why are you talking mess about the man? Like, just talk about the opinion. You got to, you got to get with the times, bro. Enough. 
You gotta get with the times, oh, man. Jesus. It's 2019. Listen, okay, whatever. What what I will say is, all he has to do is say, "It's not my bag," and be done with it. For him to be like, "Well, it's not. They're not really movies." Well, like, it, that's if it's his opinion that they're not really movies, like he can't say that either. Well, but that's the thing. It, it's like, what are you talking about? They are. It's like messing around and saying, like, you know, trying to mess around and be like, oh, well, I don't like the fact that uh, uh, this particular planet has rings, so it's not a planet. It's like, what are you talking about? They're all planets. <laughs> well, would you say that if it's a different size? Like, well, well like hey, size? I mean, I'm, I'm personally in the Pluto's a planet camp. But you know, hey, I, I you know, I I'm not an astrophysicist <laughs> or whatnot. You know, I don't look. There might be a good reason why you don't categorize something as a planet, but apparently, people ask, in that ask, community don't agree. Ask Nia about hey, that. What she I thinks. I think Pluto isn't considered a planet is because it's anomalous orbit. Listen, uh, I, 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 there's bigger so, objects that are considered that are not considered planets. It's a size thing. It either way, it's like it's it's contested, and that's kind of the point where it's like, yeah, sure, you can draw a line on something, and you know, it's I think it's a little bit different when you're talking about science versus art. But you know, it just seems silly to me to mess around and be like, well, you know, like if you want to say I like a particular type of movie, that's one thing, but you know, if you want to mess around and be like saying like, oh well, well those aren't actually movies or if you want to mess around and say well i mean cinema and try to make it seem as if movies that are like this have a deeper meaning and movies that are like that do not it's like well i mean what a movie means to somebody is subjective so why yeah, why Marvel try to make have it deeper meanings what why why try to make it well, a, a broad thing and why not just make it a personal thing i don't feel like well, if, Scors if Scorsese's like, Marvel movies don't seem to me like they have would have any deeper meaning to me, so I don't watch them. Done. But to mess around and be like, oh, you know, Scorsese, which is a guy that has um, his opinion carries weight. It's like for you to to mess around and say, well, all these types of movies are not real movies. That's that's uh, to me kind of careless. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, Scorsese just needs to zip his mouth. That's all. What were you saying, Mo? Tarek, why don't you give me an example of a deeper meaning in a Marvel film? Um, deeper meaning. Uh, the stuff that happened in Endgame. I don't know. That has some deeper meaning. Well, give me an example. Yeah, no. Give me an example. Like one example. You have 20 movies. You got to pick one example. Here, why don't you tell us which Marvel movie has a deeper meaning for you? Because it's your opinion, Tiger Claw. I think they don't have a deeper meaning, but I know some things do. And and I can point out those, but I'm not trying to what, make that okay, argument. What if, what if we don't want anything to I'm have a like, deeper meaning? What if we just want... One, what if we don't well, want anything to one. have a deeper... What if we don't want anything to have but, a deeper meaning Tiger and Claw, we just want it for the escapism? Tiger Claw, the the when you say that, you're basically proving Scorsese's point. Like you're saying really... that it's it's you're basically saying, well, these movies don't need to have a deeper meaning, and that's what he's we saying. Go to, is we go these to movies the movies don't. 
We go to the movies to escape. I don't want to go to a movie that challenges you and, you know, makes you feel uncomfortable after you get out of the theater. I want to get out of the theater feeling all, you know, happy and, and excited over seeing something awesome. I don't want to go. That, I don't. I just don't want to leave okay, out of theater Claude. feeling all depressed. Infinity War has such a cheerful ending. No, oh, Endgame too. Yeah, that that funeral scene perked me right the fuck up. <laughs> but there was hope at the end, anyways. Hope but was not in there. In. They didn't have X Men. It always ends in hope. What was the hope in uh, in Endgame? Well, um, Thor joins the Guardians to go on 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 a on an adventure, and uh, <laughs> I don't know what else. But there was a whole lot of, you know, sen- uh, there's a whole lot of scenes of hope at the end, which we will see but, in I the mean, next movie. None, 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 of, it, any, none right? of it's hopeful. Like the closest thing to hope you have is Spider Man. Becoming, you know, the next Tony Stark, which doesn't even happen in Endgame. It happens in Far From Home. And then on top of that, that goes away with a business deal, just like a roller coaster. But then the business deal came, Wait, came through and they're still going to make the third just Spider-Man. Roller coaster. It's like a theme park, not like That's cinema. It. Whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> it's a cin- it's cinema. No if ends or butts if it's a release in the theater it's cinema it doesn't matter how you interpret it but it's just how it is uh, heck then chat says thor still working on his depression leaving earth equals hope it kind of yeah. does <laughs> that's like he could have been sitting at home playing video games. That would have been bad. Yeah, he could have been playing Fortnite only God, to get pissed shoot. off when he saw the Alien. black hole. Well, that's why he went with the Guardians to, to uh, find out why there's a black hole on the screen. <laughs> All right. Just play that rap-up music. We're, we're done oh, with news. Hey, can we wait for my news story? Oh, and yeah. then we can play yeah. the rap-up music. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so right now it looks like a Demon Slayer may sell more copies than One Piece this year, which has only happened like three times since 2000. Um, With Demon Slayer specifically or across manga? Across manga. Oh, wow. Uh, One Piece has been the top-selling manga since... Uh, the year 2000 with the exception of three times. Got it. And uh, currently Demon Slayer is at 1,114,530 volumes to One Piece's 1,252,449 volumes. But with a few weeks left in the year, it might just overtake it, being the fourth manga to do so since 2000. Have you read Demon Slayer at all? 
no, I've been watching the anime. How is it? But I haven't actually read it. How's the anime? Oh, the anime is amazing. Okay. Like, I love it. Good to good to know. Did, speaking of anime, have you heard about Beastars? There's an anime no. on that, that one. doesn't sound familiar. Beastars is this uh, manga comic, and it's 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 a furry comic pretty much. They just turn it into an anime that's on Netflix, but it's only available on Netflix in Japan. No, oh, it's called Thank Beastars. All right, I B got or B B E A S T A R. Okay. B E A S. I got two quick stories. Huh? Yeah, B stars. We we got. It. Yeah, we... <laughs> two quick stories. Yeah. Uh, I got one the... too. Oh, okay, cool. There we go. Uh, Marvel, or there's a rumor that Marvel might be trying to buy Spider-Man back from Sony outright. Anybody want to take a guess on how much they're reportedly uh, trying to spend to get Spider-Man back? $5 billion or some shit? It, it $5 billion is the number. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sense. It's still low, but yeah. Is it really? $5 billion? They got $800 million for uh, Venom. That's What do you mean they got? Oh, you mean $800 million, uh for the movie is what you're saying? Well, yeah. Venom brought in that much. Yeah. So if they were to bring a Spider-Man again, especially with the, you know, the vibe and, and all the good stuff that happened from the MCU Spider-Man, and they did the first one well, they lock him in for six movies or even get another actor with the same, you know, they 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 could probably... Because you got to remember, it's not just Spider-Man, too. It's the villains and shit, too. No, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's just the character. Well, either way, they're still going to... They could do the five billion. They could get that back. If they if they do it well, because the only reason MCU was able to get um, Spider Man in the first place was because the Amazing Spider Man movies were so bad. So now they kind of have a framework to you know okay this is what Marvel did so all we got to do is kind of copy that and it'll be good enough and people will go they could probably break a billion with the first one that they do. I don't know maybe. I, I just saying, like you know, I, I feel like the, there's a lot of people that have been seeing what Marvel was doing before and weren't able to copy it, and I I just kind of feel Sony's a little better, and you know, and then they, they you know they tease a Spider Verse thing too because people like Spider Verse already. They tease a Venom thing even though there's no reason for that, but people are already like as soon as Sony had him back, they're like, oh now he's gonna be with Venom, oh yeah, and it's like there's no reason for him to be with this Venom, like doesn't make sense for him to be but they're already like i'm already there you know like right so they, they'll make that five billion easily in the course of like six years or so i'm just saying it felt it felt like it was just the other day that you know we were buying all of star wars for like what was that three billion yeah so sure. five billion just for spider-man i'm like man that feels like a lot of money to me I mean, it is a lot, but it, it, they could make that off of Spider-Man if they do it right. They they can they can make that in, in probably less well, I than know. A decade. Yeah, I mean, I, I know Marvel can, which you know yeah. Marvel's trying to buy the character, 
I, you know, I just wonder if it would be a thing where I don't know. It just seems like a high number, I guess. Like I'm just like, man, but okay. Yeah, from um, his perspective, I don't think it's that high. Like I think they they would they would probably they they can stand to go up a little higher if wow. they want a cool ten billion. Wow, ten billion, that'd be crazy. Um the other the other quick story, um children are suffering and, and starvation, the homeless population's out of control here. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh it looks like when it comes to the MCU films, Disney Plus is gonna also have the uh, special features available. So if people that you know remember physical media back in the day and how so DVDs and yeah, and, and such used to have featurette, I'm, yeah. I'm still talking, Tiger Claw. I'm still talking. I'm still talking. Deleted scenes, featurettes, and gag reels. Uh, you'll be able to see those for MCU movies on Disney Plus as well. Oh, great. They're catching up with iTunes. Yeah. I mean, I got... but that's not the same, right? Yeah. No, they, it's like buying the DVD. You got all the featurettes and everything. Yeah, but but it's not. But iTunes is like buying the DVD, but this is the streaming service, which no streaming service gives you featurettes, right? Yeah, they the do. ITunes, uh, Voodoo you... does. I, iTunes, iTunes isn't a streaming service. It's right? Not... I mean... Okay. No, I mean, it's not. You're buying... Oh, I guess because of the subscription. Hmm. Hey. I guess. I have one short bit of okay. news here okay. that, that nobody hasn't mentioned yet, but Zoe Kravitz has been cast as Catwoman for the Batman. I wonder what you think of Zoe oh, Kravitz as Selena Kyle. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I think I, Zoe Kravitz is a great actress, and she has a great look that I think could definitely work for Catwoman. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see. Chat's no good, but yeah. So like, say it again. The picture they put in chat's oh. no good, but but she could do it. She's got that Eartha Kitt vibe too. Like well, that's that's the only picture I found with her with shorter hair because she has those um those dreads. Yeah, but she can't have those as Catwoman. Why not? Yeah, I mean, because there's a lot of like you're not gonna fit that in that cow thing. They redesign. It's Come DC. On, they fuck shit up all the time. What are you yeah, talking they'll, about? They'll, Why they'll can't find you not... a way to work around that? You just wrap your hair and it fits in a cow fine. Have you seen how much hair this woman has when she has dude, the drink? It's a lot, dude. My it's, dude, it's... there are designs for Catwoman where she has long hair. But she can't. But if the hair is natural, like if they're if they're locks, all of a sudden she can't wear locks out the back. Like yeah, Catwoman wears her her long hair. There's this thicker. It's it's a lot of no, hair. I'm not, dude. I'm not talking about the design with the cowl. I'm talking about there's designs with Catwoman where hair comes out the back. That doesn't mean they're good. Huh. Oh, okay. So all of a sudden. The, the comic book designs are no good. Got it. Okay. Got those one-offs. With, like, I don't like the Harley Quinn rollerblading crap. I mean, just because it's in a comic doesn't automatically make it good, Lawrence. They'll figure out, they'll what figure is out how to put all that around her hair. Maybe they'll make the cow a little shorter or something. Or maybe why thicker. Could she just have, why could she just have short hair? 
Or they could make the cow thicker so it, she could fit all her hair in there. Or something. I'm Look, all I'm saying is when there were friggin' white cat women with long hair, nobody had anything to say. It wasn't as long as Zoe Kravitz's locks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, wasn't, wait, wait, what about Batman 66 had a, had a black cat woman? She had long yeah. hair. Yeah. Uh, dude, you don't have to tell me. I know. That's I just that's literally not. just said Eartha Kitt. Mm-hmm. I don't like that design either. I like I like a full cow. I don't like just goggles. It doesn't matter what you like because DC don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what was your yeah, story, Amo? Um, um, Lacuna Coil will be featured in Batman sixty eight cover. But only in Italy. You said who? Italy. Look, oil. <laughs> Italy. <laughs> I, I thought, I thought, I, I, I thought I heard. Is a, is a rock slash metal band from Italy, and they're featured on the cover of Dark Knight of Batman sixty eight, which I think is a Dark Knight's tie-in or some shit. So they have a. They have Lacuna Coil featured on the cover, but only in Italy. Oh, I didn't know that. All places. Okay. I didn't know comics internationally only got particular covers. They don't, but they're making one for this one. Oh, okay. Now you know. That's interesting. Now you know. All right. So anything else? Anything else before we get out of here, gents? It's pretty good. Alright, I guess that's it then. That is a cool cover. Uh, Tiger Claw, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, Well, there was a uh, leak for Sonic's redesign yesterday, and some saying that it's real, some saying that it looks fake. I, on the other hand, think it looks fake. I don't see it. Gotcha. Turn turn down the background music just a little bit, Tiger Claw, please. Just a little bit. I'm trying to, but if I've <laughs> <laughs> turned it all the way down, I cannot hear it. Yeah, no, don't turn it all the way down. Just somewhere in the middle between nothing and this. How Thank about you. there? Perfect. Okay. That, that's perfect. Jay, final thoughts. Um, 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 Jay, are you talking? Yeah, I cannot hear him. No, um, hey, I cannot okay. hear me. No, no, the Sorry, music. Turn that down. Wait, just yeah, fact, turn, turn it off. Turn off the music. I'll add it in post. Go ahead, Jeff. No, you won't. I will. Um, Wonder Woman Bloodlines is out, and I'm looking forward to checking that out. Word. Oscar, final thought. Oh, I love the sweet sounds of job security. (laughs) (laughs) Moses Magnum, final thought. 
stay tuned for our uh, Instagram because I'm going to need the legions of Fantastic Four fans to spam somebody's email because I still haven't gotten my Galactus print from San Diego Comic Con. Oh boy! Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy. For the for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. Uh, please make sure you join us on all our social media, like especially our Instagram, since we're going to need your help. <laughs> and also hit us up on Twitter. Join our Facebook group. Uh, go ahead and give us uh, some reviews wherever you get your podcasts, and let us know what you think about the show. Uh, we do really appreciate you hanging out with us. This is Fantastic Forum, only on allgames.com.